Junked Radio, presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Risk Work Custom. Yo. We up radio.com. We in the building. What? Let's get it started. Right. Let's get it started. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, today's topic, how to get that good promotion at right. the job site. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, when you get into that mindset that you want to go for a promotion... You got to get it started. You got to get you got to get your your mind right. You got to get uh, everything right for you to bitch get your mind right exactly to get the position that you want to get. Now, a lot of people you can if you don't understand what I'm saying, just think about Charlie Murphy's character in CB4. Yeah, and he was working out. Him, I'm gonna get some. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> I brought my Jimmy hat. (laughs) 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 That's what people do. That's what you go through when you decide, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go to try to get a promotion Uh into a different career path on the job. So we will have some uh, special callers today calling in to give you guys some tips on how to better achieve your goal of getting promoted at work should you be at a job that you want to get promoted at facts a lot of people are in jobs that they could give a damn 
about a promotion and even if someone from management were to come to them and say hey we think you would be perfect for xyz there's people who would be like yeah no no you wouldn't no because i don't even really like y'all <laughs> <laughs> i am not a people person you know but it's not even you know it's that it's maybe you don't see yourself long term with that company to be taking a position higher up mm -hmm. i mean there's a lot of things that go into making a decision to get a promotion at work or to go i'm sorry to go for the promotion to go for a different career path than what you were initially hired in for 216-772-3393 you can call us with your stories what did you do that you felt landed you to promotion did you have to put together a presentation did you have to go through a multiple interview process a lot of people don't realize there are other things that you have to do in order to get to that next level right you gotta work man you man. gotta put the work in and you have to work smart you know you could be doing things that you that you personally think is the right thing to do mm -hmm. you know but the reality could be it's not or right the people that are in position to make that promotional uh decision for you you know mm -hmm. is not even checking for that you know what i'm saying or the work that you're putting in or think or the skills you think that you have aren't even applicable to the job that you're going for Exactly. And maybe you've picked up some additional skills while you were there or your initiative, your work ethic, your motivation in that position that you're doing allowed powers to be to say, hey, well, maybe we should consider this person mm -hmm. for position X, Y, Z. That's a fact, man. So we got some some management professionals, people, you know, real human beings that are in management positions mm -hmm. that have worked their way up that Across are going to call in, you know. Yeah. Across and and prominent cities, too. Mm -hmm. This ain't, you know, somebody that runs the Quickie Mart in, uh, in Davenport, Iowa. Right. <laughs> Right. Nah, these are, you know, some real serious players uh, with some real serious organizations that can give you um, that can get, give you the scoop on uh, what you need to do. So, you know, before we get into that, man, how was your week? Shit. <laughs> yeah, it was what it was. It was pure, unadulterated. Back to you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was not. It was not a good week. It was not. And <laughs> I mean, it was are not. you at a scam co ink? Not only call am I in, a, <laughs> not only am I at a scam co ink, but that was, that's just part of why the week was so ridiculous. Man. Um, well, you got to pay the bills, man. That's the thing. That, a lot of us are at scam co inks, not because we want to be per se mm -hmm. at a scam co ink. Because Scamco ain't always hiring. Exactly. <laughs> and then they wonder why, and that's the thing. That you can always get into a Scamco Inc. And then they, like we talked about in earlier shows, got the audacity to want to send uh, wires our turnover so high. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons and a lot of answers for that, Becky. But um, you're not willing to listen and and take constructive criticism, and not only that, but actually implement what is being said, and that is the biggest um issue really with this current company is they 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 do not implement what they say they're going to do and that's the that's the hallmark of a scam coin right like when you know you have systems set up to penalize people especially when you want people to produce and and hit numbers but you have a system set up that still penalizes no matter what Exactly. It's like, well, what are you talking about? Don't call me in here for no meeting, for no boot camp, for no bullshit. And when I come in on Monday, it's the 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 job aids are still going to be up. The, the same shit that when you, when the training class starts, you're still going to be giving them the same fucking handouts that we have. So if you're not giving out any new information, what is we what, what is we the, here what, for? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You're wasting everybody's time and you're looking for a reason to get rid of people. Mm-hmm. Because the people that are questioning the assholery tomfuckery of this shit are the people that have actual adult-sized lives, bills to maintain. Right. They can't afford for a company to continue to have excuse after excuse after excuse as to why the money ain't right, why the calls are this, why why are you in this queue, and X blah, blah, blah. Come on now. It's too hot for that shit. It really is. I mean, seriously. It's like it's like death outside. Man. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and, and if you had a scam call, it's probably death inside, too. Man. Because they ain't got no like, AC. And, well, no. <laughs> but at least we got AC. That's the good right. thing. They keep them shades down, which I can appreciate that. Because don't have Man. me up in here hide. I can't function. Right. Sun blazing on you. you want to deal with. <laughs> I am so serious. I can't be bothered when I'm hot. Leave me the fuck alone. No away. question. Exit stage left yesterday. No like, question. Seriously. <laughs> hey yo, y'all can listen in live at We Up Radio that we up the www.weupradio.com. Uh you can also listen in live on the free 99 Mixler app. You know, download that app on um the in your Apple Store or even your Play, you know, Store. Play Store. It's free as hell. Download it's really Mixler easy to right do. Right now, we're showing right now. We're you know, live on the you can download app. the app, you can chat with us, you we know told what I'm saying? We're not going back live on Facebook. No, nah, man, fuck Facebook. No, fake book, fraud book. We're not, we're not dealing with that. No, we are so not. We are not dealing with that at all. So, you know, right now we're waiting on, um, uh, on one of our managers to call in. Well, while we'll do that, we'll take a quick break. So I don't have to take a break while we get the call. Right. We shall return. Topic every man, you hate the radio. I despise it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at one. Get out of here. I'm not lying, man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at one. Are you listening? Clutch Players University Saturdays at one. At one. Tune in to them on on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players. One p.m. What's up? Stop tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I check. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. 
Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. This is Gody Montana. You're listening to WeUpRadio.com. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. WeUpRadio.com. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 and 9. Right here live at WeUpRadio.com. 216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp. Councilman Ernest L. Smith. And King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 and 9. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Yo, 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 what's good? J. Jigs, Cicero in the building, rocking out with WeUpRadio.com, and it's all love. J. Jigs, J. Jigs, J. Jigs. We are back. We are back. We are back. Jig Radio, presented by uh, Follow Black Dollars, and sponsored by uh, Risport Custom. We got one of our management professionals in the game. Uh, we got Nicole from Atlanta calling in. I told y'all we got real live management people mm-hmm. calling in. We mm-hmm. just this is not a bead from the convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In Canton, Ohio. <laughs> calling in. So uh again, we got Nicole in from Atlanta. She's calling in. She is a management professional for one of America's most admired uh health insurance companies. I'm not gonna name the name, you know, mm-hmm. no names, please. Worldwide, you know. Craig. World freaking wide. What's up, Nicole? Hey, thank you for asking me to be on the show today. I I appreciate it. I uh, no doubt. We appreciate you, you uh checking in. in. Yeah. And taking time out your busy schedule, you know, to give us along with our listeners, you know, real advice mm-hmm. on how to, you know, advance their career. You know, we spend a lot of time on here, you know, you know, cracking jokes and you know, talking about, you know, the scam code inks of the world, you know what I'm saying? But we also, you know, want to shed light on information that can help you. Right, right, because everybody has to work. You have to do something to maintain the roof, the food, the family. Man, you do. You know, so if you are lucky enough to be in a position where you are looking at advancing along your career path to something bigger and better, Today's the show for you to be tuning into. Man, for sure. You know, and you can, you can, <clears throat> uh, Nicole is proof positive that you do not have to shuck and jive. You don't have to coon. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, you know, the workplace snitch or the kiss ass at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To advance and, and, and really make it happen for yourself. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what I know. Right. So, Nicole, give tell us a little bit about what you do and some of the things that you're looking for um, in your particular area. So, I, I 
like Brady said, I, I work in health insurance. I've been in health insurance for almost 20 years now. And so I've been in private insurance and I've also been on the Medicaid side. And so, um, but as far as what I look for in employees, I look for people who aren't afraid of work. And I look for people who aren't afraid to listen to constructive criticism. And again, people who aren't afraid of doing work. Because a lot of times people think that because they've been in a certain position for a thousand years that they automatically should be promoted. And that's not the case. I tell people all the time, eligibility does not equal entitlement. And so if you sit in a position for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, and the only thing you know is that position, my question to you is, what have you been doing all that time? Exactly. Because your skill set should expand beyond your day-to-day function. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of the key words that you use are a lot of things that people need to understand. Constructive criticism is such right. a huge, um, huge thing because people really don't have, in this sensitive, skin-driven society that we have today, people do not have the ability like you think that they would to take constructive criticism, especially in the job place and especially if it's coming from someone that's not a white male oh my god right you know that is the truth if it's (laughs) that is 100 percent the truth and that's i mean and people can you know be aghast or as as they want but that's the reality as a woman who is not white who is tall and who is intelligent if it's not coming from a white man they don't want to hear it and not only do they, or they don't want to hear it, they don't respect it, they try to go around you. It's a lot of different things that happen and go along with that when you're in a position to give someone constructive criticism to help them out. Right. You know, to if you are somebody that wants to be promoted or looked at as uh, promotable. And I, just I agree. Um, something else that Reggie was kind enough to send me some questions to to think about, and um, one of the things he wanted me to talk about was things that people do to hinder their chances of getting ahead at work of in work. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I tell people to do is to stay away from people who complain, mm-hmm. um, because the people who complain are the people who don't advance. The people who complain are the ones who've typically been in positions forever and don't go anywhere. Um, people who complain they complain about doing extra work. But doing extra work helps you with time management. It helps you to develop the skills that you need to do to advance. And um, it's, just, it's just negative energy. And what people who would want to advance don't understand is that all managers, we all talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And so we already know what you're capable of. We're just watching your behavior. And presentation is a lot of what can help you to advance. Um, a lot of times people think it's about who you know, but it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. Mm-hmm. Like the president, everybody knows who the president of the company is, but does that president know who you are? And if the president does know who you are, what do they know you for? Do they know you as the person who signs in for eight hours but really only works for five mm-hmm. and takes a lot of breaks? Do they know that, you know, because they know. Don't think that because the president is the president that they don't know what you do. They know. They sign off on your review. Mm-hmm. They already know. They sign off on when you get written up. 
you know, so it's, it's really important to pay attention to, to conduct and how you behave. You know, be that person who signs up for work. Don't be afraid to sign up for things that you don't know how to do because, you know, when you sign up for projects, you're working with people outside of your department. And so people will remember you for working on that project. You might just sign up to be the person who takes notes, but you're still a part of the project. And you want to get your name on as many projects as you can because it expands your scope around what your company does, but it also expands your knowledge base about who you are and the fact that you're willing to do hard work. And the other thing is that when it comes to doing hard work, you have to be able to manage your own work and do well at that in addition to taking on other tasks too. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be able to do what you need to do to become a more well-rounded person. And um, and the other, and I, I have a lot of things actually, but um, the other <laughs> Let thing it rip. Is, because, I mean, I see so many things mm -hmm. that, that go on, um, and I've had a lot of things personally happen to me um, because the, the more I grew in my company, the less nice people were to me. Oh, yeah. And, but I didn't worry about that because the people who I needed to like me, liked me. Mm -hmm. I didn't worry about anybody else. And I think that's something that people really have to understand is that you, you can't focus on the things that don't matter. For example... Um, my team, I have them doing the system that tracks their visits. So we have a lot of face time with our customers. And so, but our team was one of the few ones that weren't tracking visits. So one of the girls was like, I think our team is the only team that's doing this. And I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with the function of our team? Like, her, exactly. her immediate reaction was to complain about having to do something extra. And it's not extra. The reality is, is that it's a protection, um, and it keeps you accountable. And you want to be accountable. Instead of looking at it as a, as a negative, look at it as a protection. But more importantly, it doesn't matter what other people are doing. And I notice that when people who focus on what someone else isn't doing or what someone else is getting away with, you're taking time away from what you should be doing. And if you're taking time away from what you should be doing, then you're not you're not helping yourself to progress because you're too caught up on things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you if you see someone getting away with, you know, clucking off all day and you think they should get written up, ask yourself why are you paying attention to that person? Because whatever they're doing is gonna catch up to them, but you paying attention to them is gonna catch up to you too. Mm -hmm. Because it's taking away from your performance. Mm -hmm. <coughs> exactly. And people don't realize that. Like you're being watched and looked at all the time. You're on the clock, you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. Facts. You know, yeah. so why would you think yeah. that your behavior and everything that you do would not be a, uh, a hell to account back to you? I know. That's the thing. I mean, you know, it goes back to keep your eyes on your own paper mm -hmm. in school. Yeah. And when yeah. your mom told you, your mom or your dad told you, you know, I told my, the first thing I told my daughters, you know, when they moved in with me full time is rules of life. Rule number one, mind your own business. Mind your own business. It'll save you tons of trouble. You know, you, you have enough things to worry about yourself. You know, and that's just something that, you know, that's, that served me well in my life. Like, you know, growing up in, the, in Cleveland, <clears throat> all types of wild stuff would happen. And, oh, man, they're fighting. Or, oh, my God. And people would want to run to the fight. I'm like, man, I'm walking to my car. Man, because at any point, they can start shooting. And, bullets and it's always the innocent bystander that had nothing to do with nothing. 
that gets killed trying mm-hmm. to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Same thing at work. And that, that's true. Keep your eyes on your own work. Because what, another thing that people fail to realize is that your job interview starts before you get the call for the interview. Mm-hmm. People, if pe- more people were to conduct themselves like they're always preparing for a job interview, they would get more work done and they would be more likely to get promoted. Because, Thanks. like I said, especially if you're applying for a job that's internal. Mm-hmm. You know, people already know who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you're going to come to work in jeans and sneakers every day and then show up for a job interview in a suit. They already know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not fooling anybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, so just your job interview starts the day you start your job. Like, you go in there knowing that you want to advance, you're already on your job interview. Mm-hmm. So you have to prove yourself before because, like I said, it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. And so before you even sit down to have those questions be asked, your manager has already gone to your manager. Your manager has already talked to you about you to other people. And so they're already asking, is this person going to be a good fit? And if you've worked on projects that have been a part of their team, they know how you work. So the interview will be easier mm-hmm. if people know you for your work versus for what you don't do or for complaining. Again, like I, I have people who... You know, they brag about being at the company for 10 years or more. But what they don't know is that I know that in those 10 years, they've been written up four times for poor performance. Each year. So it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, congratulations on being here for 10 years. Not only have you been in the same job, you haven't worked on any special projects, and you've been written up for poor performance. So why are you sitting in this chair right now? It can't be because you've been here for 10 years. It, it just can't be. A lot of people will have that thought so, process, though. I've, I've seen there's it. There's too many people who yeah. have that thought process. I've seen it, and, and it's, then, one of my favorite things has always been to burst the bubbles. When I was in the position yeah. to, you know, to hire and terminate and interview, because it's like people don't understand. Yes, you've been looked at, you've been watched, and it's exa- she's exactly right. It's not who what you what you know it's who knows you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the people that know you know you ain't fit for this job especially if somebody like me knows you right <laughs> if we know you <laughs> you may just want to keep right. your head down right. and, and and work on prof- improving your numbers <laughs> exactly exactly right. get your numbers up so you can actually come with some type of empirical evidence that you are at least trying to improve enough to get you to the position to be taken seriously Yeah. for any type of promotion. And people don't realize that. Exactly. You know what no. I'm saying? And it's important. That it goes back to constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that people don't have trash bosses either. Mm-hmm. Because oh, in yeah. that case, if you feel like it's time for you to get a, a promotion and your manager is not promoting you, then you really do have to promote yourself. And that may be by leaving the company or by, you know, slowly developing relationships with other managers within the company. And that's where assisting with projects comes into play because you could have a horrible boss, but that's when you have to build your reputation for yourself because what you do has to counter whatever it is your trash boss has to say about you. So your boss can say, oh, she's this and this and this, and the person who wants to hire you can say, well, I've already seen her do X, Y, Z. So what you're saying doesn't match mm-hmm. what she's demonstrated. So you have to be proactive about your career. People, uh, uh, I think another mistake that people make is 
they rely on their managers to get them where they need to go. Mm-hmm. And you're the driver of your career, not your immediate manager. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what that person has going on. Like you can have a boss who's jealous of you. You can have a boss who's clocked out and they're really not interested in advancing anyone else's career. I had a boss who would rate everybody the same regardless of how they perform. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, because she didn't feel like taking the time to really go in and give true ratings of people. She would get up and give everybody the same rating across the board. So what do you do in that case? You have to promote yourself. You have to get out there and take control of your career yourself because you already know this person isn't going to do it. That doesn't mean that she had things out against me. It's just that that was from her own work ethic, and I can't attach her work ethic to mine because I have things to do. So it's it's just really being mindful of how you behave and conduct yourself and who you surround yourself with because you don't want people's negative energy attaching to you because then that's what you're going to give off to. You're exactly right, and it's that that works. Promoting yourself, making sure that you um, are aware of what the situation is. I actually had to do that at one point. My younger self, when I was first into management, and I watched all these clearly incompetent other people get promoted before me, get everything done, and I couldn't understand it because my numbers were better. Everything about it was better. I was getting asked to go to different stores and do all kinds of different things, as she said, additional projects, and yet everyone but me was moving to the next level of being able to Yeah, I went through that. I was at a... So I had to go above and beyond. I had to mm -hmm. go over my store manager's head to the district manager, like, excuse me, when he came into the store, put him into the back. Let me have a talk with you real quick. Can you explain to me why, since January of this year, my scores have been XYZ, my times have been this, this, and that, why I have not been sent to BMT, but yet everyone in this store that you guys sent is no longer with the company? Wow, sirs. And he's just, exact, and that, that look that you just did is exactly what he did. It was like, well what I, exactly so he he was like well you know what let's take a meeting and we'll talk about this um officially had a meeting with him a few hours later was promoted in that same meeting and sent to my new store that night wow like, yeah because you have to you have to take it into your own hands when you see that the situation is not going to uh manifest itself in your benefit by waiting on somebody else not at all. I had a similar situation. I was um, at a, um, <clears throat> a a rental car company, and, you know, they would hire everyone into their management training program, mm-hmm. and I had exceeded all the marks mm-hmm. within, like, three, four months, and it took over a year before I could, you know, take the management exam. Then I took it. It was an oral exam and a written exam, and I had to lobby for that myself. You know, was and I was eventually promoted to assistant manager to another store. I had to go to a whole other store. Was it the will pick you up people? Uh, no, I wasn't them. Oh, okay, because when I worked for them, nah, they it wasn't them. It was it, 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 it was the company that a lot of MAGA hat wearers use. Ah, uh, got it. <laughs> uh, got it. Okay. You know, we gon' mm-hmm. you know, man, mm-hmm. yo, it hurts to think about that uh, situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, all going to show, you know, what Nicole said is true. And the thing is, like, 
you know, me and Nicole go way back, and I had a situation where I was frustrated in my career, and I told her everything that happened, and she pointed out things that I was doing that was hindering me, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's why we so co- we're so cool because a real friend will point out your bullshit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Will point out your own bullshit. And, you know, and I was so thankful, you know, that she did that. So I was able to actually readjust my perspective and, you know, it's had a positive impact on me. Because a lot of times we forget you may have the inside knowledge, but things may happen where you get lost. And a lot of people don't realize they get caught up in their own bullshit. You get caught up in your own shit and it will be it's it's so easy to as much as you want to leave personal stuff, you know, outside of work. Life is a mother. It's not. It it, it's not easy. It's supposed to be hard, and and trust and believe it could be worse at any given moment. So when you are trying to keep that separate from everything that's going on in the jobs, you know sometimes you just can't. No. Sometimes you know you get so caught up in everything that's going on on the personal side, and then you walk into a a scam co ink, and you got all this foolishness going on on the inside, you know, and it's just enough to put you into a um, a series of bad habits, a series of where your motivation is completely gone. And you're only really there because of what we said at the top, the, the roof, the food, and the family. Facts. You know what I'm saying? There's bills that still need to be paid. You got health insurance. It's so messed up in this country that if you don't have a job, you ain't got no goddamn medical insurance. Period. That's so ridiculous because you have people that are stuck in terrible situations on job place, job sites just for the health benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, true. I mean, and that's the thing, man. I mean, or, you know, you can't leave even though you see blatant workplace mm-hmm. abuse. Blatant, you know, blatant, blatant workplace abuse, violations of every which way and form. But because, like you said, you got bills, you cannot leave. And we talked about it a few shows ago. The onboarding process these days is so freaking ridiculous. The interview process, you cannot think that, it, you, like we said, it used to be you could, you could quit a job, you could find a job in a couple of weeks, and you wouldn't maybe miss but maybe one, maybe two checks. Now, you out here. You, you out. If you if you leave mm-hmm. a job, if you leave a job and you do not have another job lined out, you are screwed. Yeah. Because e- and by having another job lined out, I mean in this day and age, having the offer letter offered and signed, and you have a start date. Meaning Background you have check a t- You know what I'm saying? Background check completed. Meaning you are showing up somewhere Monday morning at eight or nine o'clock. It could take you eight weeks to get a job. Exactly. You know, yeah. you could go through an interview process. And that's the that things go good. Weeks, exactly. Six to eight weeks long for an interview process to get into another job. And you done quit your other job. 12 to 16 weeks before you exactly. get another check. So now you're looking at a huge gap of employment because, okay, well, you know what? I had an offer with this job, but hell, it took them 12 years to get me into the company. Mm-hmm. And you still miss a lot of of uh i can't i lost my train of thought we have another um call coming in i'm gonna put you in merge the uh merge a call hold on for a second okay Ooh, we up radio what's your name where are you calling from oh. who what who ah, you hit the wrong number oh <laughs> Wait, did I hang up on the call? I didn't mean to hang up on the call. Uh, call back. Right. My bad. 
Yeah, but, call back, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it said I thought it said swap. You know, I don't do Skype like that. But um, no, the thing about making sure you can get in and to another company from a, uh, your your current job is crazy. Because you cannot you cannot depend on it being a couple of weeks. No. You have to look at giving up, you know, once you've made the decision to look for another job, you got to know you're going to be stuck in this gig for another one, two, three months, four months. At least. Because you can't give up your benefits. You don't know how long what this company, what uh, any new company's policy would be as far as getting you in the door. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Man. Got a main time. Man. But while we get this back together, we're going to go to break. Um, yeah, we'll be back. Previously on OG DJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if, as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> Like, huh? <laughs> if if like, another nice, man, that's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, yeah. That's gay. That's gay. So and then she said, "I'm not gay." I said, "But that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment." Right. I understand sure. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective, that wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. Homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah. was that made me. Think of a threesome. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeAreRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh my God. I love OG DJ Radio. WeAreRadio.com. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., WeAreRadio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Mook, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gon' play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Mook, 6 to 8, WeAreRadio.com. Yeah, what's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze, host of The Jungle, each and every Friday, live at 6 p.m. Right now, you listen to WeAreRadio.com. That Ghost of Don EP nice as Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man, Ghost of Don. Yeah, that shit's called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that right now. Fuck that, I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? Crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost of Dunn. Ghost D-A-D-O-N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gonna quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gonna kill the right one. It's gonna be on. Yo, what's up? What's up, bro? How you? Man, I swear, I know you ain't just called my phone crying. You got Man, it's Sharita's birthday tomorrow, bro. I'm still broke as hell, son. 
So what you calling me for? Go get her some. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no money. I mean, I got I got a few dollars. Well, that's all you need. Call Jazzy Marie. Oh, for what? Man, Jazzy Marie do my baby mama's nails, her hands and her feet. Man, I bet she be looking rough too. She need that, bro. Quit playing, bro. Man, look, I'm about to give you a number. Hold on. It's four four zero. Four five four four zero three four. Her name Jazzy Marie. Jazzy Marie. All right, what's what's the what's the, what's the number again, man? What's that code too? The number is four four zero four five four four zero three four. Okay. The promo code if you want to save ten dollars, okay. don't forget. I need that man. Capital J M Squeeze. Squeeze. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. J M Squeeze. Hey, man, you my best friend. Man. What's her you, name man. again? Jazzy Marie, man. Okay. I love. Her too, man. Thank y'all, man. Man, stop crying and get yourself a job or something. Broke ass, man. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Indica Spitz. You are listening to WeUpRadio.com. We're back. We are back. We're talking about how to get promoted. Uh, we got Nicole from Atlanta. Uh, we had some difficulties with, with with our phone connection. She's gonna call right back in. She's on that. She's on line oh. now. I'm here. Yep. She's like, I'm still here. I told you. <laughs> told you. Like, yeah, I don't know why it, it yeah. just dropped it. I'm not familiar with Skype, so it dropped out. The little pop up was gone. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I can. What can we do? Call her we back. just have to assume, <laughs> you know, have the faith. Keep the faith, you know, that we still is there. We're talking about uh, tips on how you can get promoted and advance yourself in your career and in your life, you know. So so could you tell us a funny – I want to hear a funny story about a, a, a Scamco Inc. experience you had in your career. Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, see, now, my stories aren't funny. They're tragic. Tragic? <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, okay, I can give you a story when I was being a hater. And I was, and I'm not a, I'm not an intentionally shady person, but I felt it in my spirit to be shady on purpose this one time because we were actually, we were in a meeting and um, with different departments and we had, we had a round table. And the person I was telling you about who bragged about being in the company for 10 years was talking about how, she wanted to have more opportunities with um, advancement, and she didn't feel like we received enough training and um, just a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was being shady, I admit. And I said, well, I've been with the company for five years. And I just rolled out all the opportunities that I had taken for myself, and I just said you know, to people that your career is your responsibility, and here are some of the things that you can do. Wow. You know, um, if it, if it was shady, but I don't care because there are people who actually took my advice. Um, if there's a department that you want to work in, see if you can volunteer on a project in that department because it will help you to understand how your department plays a role in the function of that department. Because sometimes you think that you want to do a certain job because it's what your friend does. And you might not have the skill set for that job. Or that job might not be something that you're interested in. Your friend just makes it look like it's fun or easy or something that you can do. So I said volunteer on a project in that department because, one, it gives you exposure to people in other departments. Two, it gives you exposure to that department and it lets you know if that department is a fit for you 
And three, it, it's just a good resume builder. Mm-hmm. So um, that was my shady moment. But it was shady and helpful at the same time. Exactly. I shaded her. Because I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then two, I just wanted to show people that you have to make the most of the time that you have when you're at your company. Because opportunities come up all the time and you have to be ready. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes it's about timing too. And just because something looks like an opportunity doesn't mean it's your opportunity. So, um, because sometimes you can interview for a job and that person can see your potential and think you'll be a better fit for something else. Yeah. So you just have to be ready for the opportunity to, to talk to anybody at any given moment. Um, I do have to jump off the call, but I just want to say that um, things that will help you to advance your career is keep your eyes on your own work. Don't worry about things that don't matter. And you have to ask yourself, you know, is this affecting me immediately? Is this extra system that they want me to use? Is it, is it really that big of a deal? Mm-hmm. Because the company isn't yours. You signed on to do what they tell you to do when you join a company. The only time you can really complain about stuff is when you own the business. But when you don't, you're there to do a job. And a lot of times tools are given to you. Yeah, you can look at it like, oh, they're giving me these tools to spy on me, or they can be used to your advantage and use them as accountability and documentation. I document everything. So I don't mind using a system that requires you to document things, Mm -hmm. but just pay attention to the things that matter. And also, if you're thinking about getting into management, think about why. I think it's important to be a leader and not a boss. Like, I'll never refer to myself as a boss. And part of being a leader is being able to recognize when someone on your team is better at something than you, you don't have to be the lead of every project. You have to be willing to let people shine Um, because you're there to help them manage their work. I'm not a mom. I'm not, you know, sometimes you'll be a counselor. Like, you have to be people-centered, but you're not there to be a dictator. You're there to help people to grow. And I think that if you're going into management because you're not a boss in your home life and you're using this as a means to um, have dominion over people, you shouldn't be a manager. But if you feel like you can help people to advance and you can help bring people up and you're willing to help to groom the next leaders, then that's a reason to get into management. But if you're doing it to be a dictator, then, um, you know, figure out a way to do that at home Um, because people are people. Um, We all have our own situations that we're dealing with that we bring to work with us and the last thing anybody wants to do is to go to work and worry about having a crappy manager major mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's that that, that these these tips are true mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> facts yeah we we definitely appreciate you taking time to you know rock with us today uh, on Juked Radio, our audience is definitely going to be better for it, for real. So, Shizzle. you know, keep listening. Yeah. And again, we appreciate you. Thank you for calling in. Right. You're welcome. Have a good one. You too. All Stay right. cool. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, every everything she said was absolutely 100% on freaking point. Period. Yeah. You have to understand your own accountability is what is most likely the biggest thing that's hindering you from advancing in any way, shape, or form. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes you're not at a Scamco Inc. 
Mm-hmm. Man, sometimes, sometimes it's you're you. just lazy. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes it is you. Yeah. Sometimes you are the types of employees that we talk about. Right. It's because you. Because you're upset over things that you can't control. So you take it out on your job. Mm-hmm. You don't do your job. You complain. Right. You know, you're doing Negative. all of these things. And all you, the time. You come time into you, work mad. Exactly. Every time somebody sees you, you're talking negative. Nobody wants to be around negativity all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always tell people, like, I know off rip if I'm going to be bothered with you because, no. Right. You got to. It's too much negative energy. It's too. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, it's too hot for all that. Right. I mean, <laughs> but, okay, your numbers is down. Man. Right? Or, like, I remember, like, you know, where I'm at now, you know, as a person at the gig. And he was talking about, you know, how, well, they fixed the calls. And, blah, 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 blah. and you know, if you work in the call center, oh, we got another caller. Another call. Look, probably butt down. Jig <laughs> <laughs> Radio, what's up, caller? Where you, who is this? Where you calling from? Caller. See? Hello. Told you it was a butt down. Caller. Caller. Hello. Caller, what's your name? Where you calling from? I think that wasn't a call. Yeah, that wasn't a call. No, I told you, it was oh. a butt down. Butt down, butt down, mm-hmm. butt down. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I was saying, like you know, you work in a call center. I mean, in the, in to be real, you know, call centers can drive calls. They can and they do. But your job should it's be to take the it's calls just to take the calls and, and work. You know, money. take whatever it is they giving you mm-hmm. and make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. You know. And, you know, I'm guilty of that. You know, like, man, I'm... Uh, I'm oh, I'm definitely just, guilty of that. But the, it's just... It's, it's, it's easier said than done, though. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when the fact that the way that, you know, management is manipulating the cause is directly affecting your paycheck. And that is... It's not key. easy to deal with. That's the key thing right there because... And I know that's a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people's problem at my... Cur- damn. At my current scam code is if folks weren't being penalized... Over something we have no control over. Yeah. And that penalization is, is messing with the bonus. So people are losing their bonuses because, again, you have the ability to make sure the calls are getting to the right areas. Mm-hmm. But you're purposely not doing it. You drive an activity to certain reps. Exactly. Exactly. Certain reps get 30, 40 calls a day. Certain reps get less than 20. Or certain reps get certain type of calls. Exactly. You may get... You know, if you're talking about a sales organization, you may give certain reps $30 leads mm-hmm. or $60 leads. Mm-hmm. Well, you may end date another rep with penny leads. And what I mean by that, if you're not familiar with how those work, the, the, the $30 to $60 lead is people that are actively seeking out your, your product or service. Uh-huh. And they want to talk to you. Uh-huh. The penny lead is somebody that may have Bought clicked on some shit on Facebook. Five years ago. You know, and saying, you know, click on Facebook. You mm-hmm. know, they playing a, a, a phone game and they clicked on it to get points mm-hmm. or to get coins. Yep. They don't have no intention or no desire to talk to anybody for real. If you're Those in the are the penny industry, leads. This is, this is it. That's exactly where a lot of the penny leads come from is that type of advertising right there. Yeah. And, you know. The justification, their primary justification is, well, this rep has a higher closing rate 
than this other rap. But it's like, well, you know, you you really wouldn't know if you, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or a certain, you know, and and that's and that's just the industry as as, an, as a whole. So you have to make the most out of your situation. And if you find yourself in that, you know, type of organization, that that type of organization may not be a fit for you, and it's not good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Some people can turn some people can turn water to wine. You know, other people may want, you know, like me personally, I need to talk to somebody that's qualified because after a while, I'm going to just be like, "Eh, Mm -hmm. you ain't even qualified. Why am I even why am I even talking to you? What's the point? You know, some people can turn that around. You know, it's just certain people in the world where, you know, you can have a conversation with them. And then two minutes later, you're breaking out your your wallet for them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, it's people like that. And those people can, you know, hey. God bless them. <laughs> Those usually end up being your CEOs eventually, you know, or your superstar salespeople. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's probably like five to ten percent of the population. Everybody else, not so much. You know. <laughs> Hashtag country full of dumbasses. Man, you know, but you have entire comp- you have companies that run like that completely. You know, whereas like you have a large segment of your workforce designed to take the shitty cause. They pay you to take shitty calls. Exactly. And that's all they want you to do. They don't want to hear nothing else. Yep. Take these calls, bitch. <laughs> Man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, again, but those are just some things that you could do, you know, to help, you know, advance your situation. And, you know, like you were saying before, if you realize you're at a scam call and you have done all of these steps that we recommended and you're still not seeing progress in your career, then again, you may need to lead that organization. Mm-hmm. So you have to prepare you have to make preparation to do that. You can't, you can't still have to perform leave. your job at a, you still have to perform your job at a competent level while you're making your departure. Mm-hmm. You can't just. Because you want to make sure you can get those references when you need it. You want to make sure that when they call in for those background checks and they're asking those little punk three questions um, that they're only allowed to ask when, in, when it comes to a reference. Uh, you want to make sure that they do that and the people don't try to sabotage you. Yeah, because, I mean, if you were to dick on the way out the door, <laughs> then you they, don't even have they're going to gonna be, volunteer. <laughs> not only are they going to volunteer, but you don't even have to be a dick on the way out the door. You could be somebody that they didn't like from jump. Right. Because you were doing better than they were and they had been there for a hot second. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me numerous times. Come right. in, do the job better than people that have been there for years get promoted and now all of a sudden y'all niggas is looking at me cross-eyed yeah well i mean how long have you been here this shit is not easy it's not it's not hard this is super easy i can't help if you make something more difficult than what it is right yeah and a lot of especially like phone work a lot of it is just really you're on the phone talking to people Mm -hmm. talk to them exactly and that's what you have to do you have to talk to them you can't talk down to them you can't make everything out of your a mouth a sales, uh, a sales phrase, a sales catch to try to bully somebody into a sale. That you're you're never going to produce that way. You right. have to be able to talk to people and get somebody over the phone to trust you enough to give them your social, give them their social. Right. Trust you enough to give them a credit card number. Yeah. And a three-digit code on the back. Man, listen, that's a lot. It is a lot. But if you don't understand that, you're going to have difficulties in doing your job. Mm -hmm. And you're going to sit there and you're going to throw that back on everybody else because you're not going to want to take accountability 
for your own laziness. And you fucking up the vibe at the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that. If you come in and you always negative, down talking to company, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. Da, 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 da. People are watching. People are listening. Oh, you can't wait to get out of here, huh? You can come in there Monday. You, you're out of here. Guess what? You out of here. Now you're looking at Cobra because you got, damn, now how much was I paying for these damn benefits? Oh, uh, man, I got to pay $1,000 now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Man, when all you had look, to do was and just And you was already paying 500 Because you had a scam code? Man. <laughs> so you was, take, you was taking 250 out of each check? Your deductible, like, 50%. <laughs> deductible, 4000 Already. But, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit's crazy. We are expecting another caller, so I'm going to get another break in before uh, they come on. Next week, we are going to talk about management turnover. Oh. What happens when you lose good managers, bad managers, and the managers in between? Mm-hmm. The I How much of that determines whether or not you stay at a company? If your favorite member of management is no longer there. Right. That's what we'll be talking about next week. That's crucial. Yeah. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the <laughs> out of them. If another man. That's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Gay that's gay. That's gay. So, and then she said, I'm not gay. I said, but that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment. Right. I understand because. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective, that wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. Right. <laughs> Damn. Homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, yeah. Was, that made me think it of was. a threesome. Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeAreRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh my God. I love OG DJ Radio. WeAreRadio.com. WeAreRadio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. WeUpRadio.com. This is Goldie Montana. You're listening to WeUpRadio.com. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do, but there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my <laughs> words. 
Make sure you enter my world with caution. That Ghost to Don EP nice as Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost to Don. Yeah, that shit's called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that right now. Fuck that I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost to Don. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gon' quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gon' kill the right one. It's gon' be on. Yo, 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 what's good? J. Jigs, Cicero in the building. Rocking out with WeUpRadio.com, and it's all love. J. Jigs, J. Jigs, J. Jigs. Another MC get paid Using my rap style And I'm playing the background Meanwhile, I ain't with that You can't forget that You took my style I'm taking it back Coming back Like Return of the Jedi Sucker MCs in the place That said I could only rock rhymes And only rock crowds But never rock records How you like me now? Like it's supposed to be played New Jacks, you all should have stayed Out of the business What is this, amateur night at the Apollo? Get off this stage, I'm enraged Just like a lion, trapped inside of a cage I'm the real king, rap is a jungle I never understood how could one go to a party Watch me, stand around and jock me Become a rapper, then try to rock me Scheming like a demon, you're screaming and dreaming I'm from the old school, I used to see men die for less but I'm not living that way. I let my mic do the talking and let the music play. How you like me now? Juke Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Custom. Go to www.followblackdollars.org. Find out more about the Follow Black Dollars movement today. How you like me now? Yo, we That's what are you back. Be playing after you get that good, uh, good that, that raise, good, that good raise, that good promotion. Right, they gave me like a dollar more an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Kumo D told them niggas get off the stage. I'm enraged. Right. By that bullshit you out here talking. <laughs> Sit down, knuckle. Right. So we waiting on we waiting on our next caller to call in. Next management professional, mm-hmm. call in. He is a um, uh, insurance underwriter. Uh, management mm-hmm. guy 
<laughs> trying to call in right now. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, we're going to have more tips on how you can get promoted. Are you tired of just, you know, being, you know, entry level, you know, or you just been stuck in your position? You know what I'm saying? And you want to figure out what it is you're doing wrong or figure out what you need to do. You know, we, we, we're giving you the game today. You know? Yeah. Okay, so so yeah, we're waiting on that. Yeah, we're, we're waiting, we're trying to figure out the whole telephone situation right now. Um, yeah, ah, there we, we go. We have action. What up? What up? What up, caller? Thank you for calling in at Juke Radio. What's your name? Who are you calling? Where are you coming from? Ah, uh, this is Swan. What up, big Swan? Swan. <laughs> in the building. We got. <laughs> we got we got a podcast legend. We have a podcast legend on the line. We have Swinito on the line. You know, co-host and co-founder of the critically acclaimed, world famous Plug Radio Show. The world, Craig. The whole world. The one of the architects of the infamous Ciroc and Sandwich Radio segment. It was all his idea. Ciroc and Sandwiches. I, I I can't take full credit. I was like, no, that wasn't. No, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was lying. <laughs> but but we got we got Swine on the phone. Um, we, you know, um, he is a insurance underwriter management professional in California, Southern California. Mm-hmm. I told y'all we're not talking about Bubba that ran the car wash mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. in Utah. Some damn where we got real managers. <laughs> <laughs> in real spots, giving you the game. Soak it up. So, Swan, t- you know, before we get into the convo, man, just tell uh, the people, the good people that's listening, you know, a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, see, well, after attending the Ohio State University, the Ohio State, State University. Go Bucks! <laughs> I needed a uh, bulletproof profession after the mortgage industry crashed in 2007, so I went into insurance. So, you know, people always going to have accidents. People always going to need to drive cars. So I figured, like, what's a safe profession? And I started in uh, just regular policy services, got a property and casualty license, sold insurance, you know. That's how I met my boy Reg and one of the companies I worked with. And then I looked at it and like, you know, what, what could I do the, the best good? And then went into claims. Started with Progressive Insurance out there, Cleveland, Ohio, well, Mayfield. You know, worked my way up to a claims adjuster and then a senior claims adjuster. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that ever since. Moved out here to California about a year ago with my beautiful wife. Uh, first company gave me a shot after so many people told me no. Mm-hmm. God is good, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in, get your foot in the door, you work hard. You do, do what you got to do. The office that I started in. I was there for six months but through my hard work and, you know, dedication to the company. When they laid everybody off, they kept me. Closed the office in San Diego and moved me to Anaheim, you know. So moved to Anaheim December 3rd of 2018. Kept working really hard to launch this program there with an insurance company that I was working with in San Diego. They hired all new people. Mm-hmm. I was the senior adjuster there. Everybody knew me. They came to me for questions. Worked hard, and then um, went through the interview process for management after being approached by many managers there. 
And that's that's it. I'm now uh, leading the future people of this company. That's that's what's up. And see, that's a classic example of keeping your nose to the ground and keeping focused on your goals and what you want for yourself out of the career that you chose. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, a lot of people don't think along those terms, trying to switch into or get into an industry that would be considered bulletproof, an industry that you know there's always going to be a want slash need for. And insurance is one of those industries. Man, it, it really is. I've been in the industry for like 13, 14 years, and I can say that I haven't went without employment for more than two months, regardless of the economy. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if you have if you have an insurance license, you know you good. Hey, you yeah, you remember Jarrell we worked with at the spot, Swan. Hello. Anyway, this dude named Jarrell, he has said, you know oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I, I I had to mute the phone real quick. My wife got the Beyonce going too loud. She, I I know she don't want me to. But uh, you remember, you remember Jarrell we work we work with at the spot. Yeah. Like I never forget what he told me, man. We was we was like having we was going through the things we was going through at that particular, you know, uh, scam call, and he had said, you know what? I'm he like, you know what, Reg? I don't care what they doing. I got a license. Long as you had a license, I can get me a job anywhere. Exactly. I got, mm-hmm. and he said, I got license, and mm-hmm. a lot of, and, and, and that's like such an awesome tip in so many ways because, you know. Insurance and just financial services in general is a cutthroat industry for real. Very. If you don't hit the numbers, they getting you the fuck up out of there. Uh, real so, because it's too, it's too, it's an oversaturated industry. You know, so they're uh, you know, for you to hit your numbers, a lot of agents is doing stuff that's like against the law. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and the whole nine trying to get numbers, fuss their numbers, and what have you. He said, "I'm not doing none of that. I got license. I get me a job." Mm-hmm. And you know. That goes to a lot about his integrity level and the type of integrity that you have to have. You know, just because everybody is juking the system don't mean you need to juke the system. Right. Because eventually, it ha- the same thing happens every time. They get walked out of there. Yeah. You not only get walked yeah. out, but then you may get X from the industry. Not only that, but you might be looking at felony charges. Yeah. And, like, these companies, is like the shit is like uh, Mission Impossible. We will mm-hmm. disavow. If you're caught or killed, mm-hmm. <laughs> we will disavow. You will be disavowed. You will be right. disavowed. They're like, man, Quickly. we do. No, no, we are committed to mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. honesty and excellence, even if the manager told you to be shysty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You better have it on tape because otherwise you don't up out of there. Out of there, man, for real. You yeah. know? Now, what are some of the things what? Uh, you leave this new company into the future? What are some of the things that you're looking at with the employees that you deal with and who's coming in? Well, we've all worked for companies that get new management and go through a culture change mm-hmm. where the way they've been doing things in the past, they haven't been working. So with my company, for example, we have offices that are in Louisiana, Dallas, Texas, in Southern California and Anaheim. So the head of claims is in Louisiana because he turned that office around there, the most efficient office in the company. So he wants to spread his philosophy to all, all parts of my company. And I'm not afraid to say the name of my company is AFA Claims. Mm-hmm. So he wants AFA Claims West to reflect Louisiana and also Dallas, Texas. So we're adopting their business model, their practices, 
their training, everything, because we want one flagship company and not everybody saying, oh, that's AFA West, how they do it. That's Dallas. Right. So they've implemented a lot of trainings. And a big key thing when it comes to a change in a company is don't buck the system. People are set in their ways. I've been doing insurance claims, insurance for 11 years. You have your ways of doing things and you think that you know everything. So when they bring new training in, people don't want to embrace it. Mm -hmm. Companies look at that. They look at how well you implement feedback. They look at how fast you turn when, when they ask you to do something, how fast you turn around and do that. And a lot of people will be like, man, I ain't no company guy. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Well, you're not going to move up in your company. They don't want leaders that don't actually, not necessarily follow rules, but embrace change. And a lot of people, grown people, it's hard to tell a grown person, you know, about their conduct. But you get, either you're going to embrace the change, move with the company, or they're going to move you out. Yeah. So, and, and the best thing that I can tell anybody when it comes to a new company, a company you've been with for 10 years, 20 years, ignore the noise. The negativity going around the office, don't be involved in that conversation. You know what I mean? Put your head down. Do your job. You can talk. You can be friendly. You can make friends. But work is not for friends. No. So you have to have an approachable personality, and that's a big part of management. And I found that out during this whole promotional interview process is they want leaders, but they want people that are likable and approachable. So you don't have to be a stern, hard person to be a leader. So as far as like your question, moving forward with the company and things like that, it's just know the role that you're in, know the company that you're in and just handle your business. That's the best way I can put it. Man. So like, um, just, you know, me, me and a lot of Juke Radio is, is like inspired by things that me and Swan actually went through at work. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, it, you know, not, I mean, in real life experiences. You know, so, my question for you was like, you know, so going through the Scam Crow Inc. stuff, like, what are some uh -huh. ways that you could tell people how they can, you know, navigate that situation and still, you know, advance their life? What do you mean advanced they, they station in life or advanced their career? Their career. I can you tell know. you how to get ahead in life, but your career is something different. Yeah. Well, you know, get, get right. ahead in life, uh, get money. No. <laughs> but for real. Get money. <laughs> okay. Like, well, get money. Hold up. It's, it's you know, like, get currency, disregard. <laughs> wow. Obtain currency, disregard loose women. Right. But anyway. Um, I, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> it okay, how to get forward, you know, go move forward in life, get ahead in life. I just, I believe it's all about how you present yourself. It's also, and a lot of it is the company that you keep. I know you've heard before when it says, never argue with a fool because from a distance, people can't tell who's the actual fool. Yeah. So if you know somebody who's not about their business, Associating with them or following them makes you look bad. So if you know 
you want to move ahead in any organization or even in life, there are a few things in this world that require zero talent. It takes zero talent to be on time. It takes zero talent to smile and have a positive attitude. Even if you got the worst storm going on inside you, I'm talking Hurricane Katrina in your head. Mm -hmm. You don't have to let everybody else know that. So Mm -hmm. keep your personal stuff personal. Don't let everybody know what was going on with you. It takes zero talent to answer a phone or to return a call. That's the biggest problem when it comes to jobs like the insurance industry. If you're not available for your customers or available for your supervisors immediately, Mm -hmm. if you're not returning emails, you're not returning phone calls timely, you're not touching those new claims or talking to those people immediately, then you're going to lose a lot in translation. So be on time, smile, answer your phone, return your voicemails, and implement feedback. None of those things take any talent. You don't have to be six foot eight with a 40 inch vertical to answer a phone. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can tell you is they want you to be reliable. And if they see you're the first person in the building, uh, a perfect example, Tom Kaufman, he was the head coach of the New York Giants. His, when he first got the job, he showed up to their first meeting. People showed up on time for his meeting. His players showed up on time, meetings at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. People get there walking in at 8 a.m. He told his players, you're late. Mm-hmm. They all looked around at him and said, I'm late. It's 8 o'clock. You said this meeting started at 8 o'clock. If I tell you a meeting starts at 8 o'clock or you need to be at work at 8 o'clock, you should be there at 8.15. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't actually start at 8 o'clock and then go make coffee then set up your computer, check your emails. You should be doing that right away. So at 8 o'clock, you are ready to go. And employers see that. They see who's the first in the building. They see who's productive. They see who's the last person to leave the office. If you show up late, you skip your ass out. Of, oh, excuse me. If you skip no. out of the office <laughs> uh, early, people see that. They're not going to want people that are not dependable, and being on time is the best way to be, be dependable. I had to learn that the hard way. Because in my 20s, whew, man, I started the line when it came to attendance. But when you get older, you learn. It's just, there, there are things that just don't take any talent to do. It's just it's will. Will versus skill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's like people are like, yeah, you're, you're always on time. And you're, I'm like, dude, you pay me to be ready to be available at that time. That's what, that's the minimum. You know, they're like, I'm like, yeah. you pay me to do that. How can I be late when I work at home? Man. <laughs> what is you doing? Exactly. Man. I mean, it wasn't even late from a break or whatever, but I mean, you, you late, you, you late so to true, going to the basement I mean, and that's the putting your hands at home? That's the first thing they told us in, at radio school. You was there, Goldie. The first thing Maggie said when we walked in there, she was like, if you on time, you late. Radio, that's funny. (laughs) But, I mean, but that's what it is in radio because if you have to go on air and you're doing morning drive and you're on air from 6 to 10 like Leanne and Brian on WGAR, when I interned for them, we had to be there by 5 o'clock. Why? Because they were there at 4.30. 
going over their show for the next four hours. If you wasn't there, if you had to be on at 5.30 or 5 o'clock, let's say 5 o'clock, if you wasn't there by 4.30, you was being replaced. You was being replaced, exactly. There's a lot of people in radio right now who got in their position because somebody was there or didn't show up at all by 4.30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, we all the speakers we had. Remember all the speakers yeah. who came in. They all had a. That was their. That this was the, one day something happened, yep. and I, I got a chance to show my skills and step up, and I've been where I'm at ever since. Because it's just like Nicole said. It's not what you know. It's who knows you. They're all on. So and um, so the thing about whether it's radio, whether it's your regular everyday career. You need to be if you if you got to be to work at ten o'clock and you show up at ten o five you're late. If you got to be to work at ten o'clock and you show up at ten o'clock you're late. late. If you to work at ten o'clock and you show up at a quarter till you're probably going to be late because I guarantee you. I blame it on minutes. the parents. Well, and that you, know, <laughs> you can't know. That is the default situation. Parents are teaching their kids respect. I well, was not raised only are they up. Not teaching respect, but if they're not instilling a work ethic. No, and these kids saying. is not seeing their parents be to work on time every day, striving to get there early exactly. to put in that good example of what a good employee is. Of course, these kids won't know what the hell is going on. I think on. I, I, I want to piggyback off something Swan said. I was I didn't really understand the true meaning of punctuality until I became a business owner myself. Mm-hmm. Now that I have owned several, you know, little small businesses or whatever. I understand punctuality, so I will be a, a hypocrite, a, a a bitch, if I didn't show up on time. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this city knows I DJ all across the city from one end to the mm-hmm. other. One thing they all say is, Goldie, man, you ain't never late. And if you is, it's like five minutes. And I'm going to call you and tell you mm-hmm. I'm running five minutes late. Mm-hmm. I, punctuality is a sign of respect. Yeah. And an employer will look at you with you not being punctual as you don't care about him, his job, time. you don't respect his hustle that he went through to build this company to where it is. You just don't have no respect for the company. So if you don't respect the company, why should the company respect you? Exactly. When it's payday, everybody else get their check. How you feel if yours didn't hit? Exactly. That's the respect the company gives you in return. Exactly. By being punctual with your check. Right. Man. So be punctual with your attendance. Right. That's all. You're, and you that's, raise that's hell key. If the check ain't right. They, and that's the most basic thing like, Man, they tripping. that people can <laughs> do to keep, to take matters into their own hand, to boost their own performance at work. Get to that motherfucker on time. On the Get there hey, on time. You know what they say? The best ability is availability. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Because if you can't be there or you always got an excuse to leave, when you missing three, four days at a time, they're not gonna keep you. But don't don't strip away my power as the employee either. That let's that that's something that need to be because when you late and you know the moment that you realize, okay, I'm gonna be late, is the moment you should be dialing your employer's mm-hmm. number and letting them know. You shouldn't wait until after you're late to say, Oh, I'm I know it's late, I'm running. No, you give me the opportunity as an employer. This is respect. Mm-hmm. You give me the opportunity as an employer to call a replacement in, to make any type of decisions to cover for your tardiness mm-hmm. by informing me that you're going to be late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody knows shit happens. Murphy's yeah. Law is always in effect. Mm-hmm. So 
an understanding person would be like, oh, you got a flat on the side of the road. Thanks for calling me. Right. I'm about to call okay. Richie Carlisle to um, sit in for right. you until you get here. Right. Don't have me just sitting there looking out the window, checking the clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. But, I mean, and that's that's the thing. That's the it was It's the reason why it's one of the first things taught in broadcasting school. It's the reason why you have had two managers sit here and tell you that it's crucial because punctuality, being on time, is very, very crucial. I think crucial they teach you that to, on top of every school. But that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like They teach field. you every every field. Everywhere. Same thing. If you go to culinary school, whether you go into hospitality, whatever <coughs> it is, when you're dealing with the public, when you are in a customer service-oriented business, being on time and being punctual is the key to your Save career being able to move forward. Because if you're known as somebody who's never dependable... Who's going to be bothered with you? Who's going to hire you? If you were always late, nobody would hire you to DJ shit. Oh, man, he always late. But see, that's, to be to be honest, you just touched on a, a whole nother episode. Yeah. That, hey, to be honest, that, that could, that's, a, that's a show in itself. Not only the punctuality, but the part. Say the part again you were just saying. I want, you, I want them to hear that. What did I say? Because I'm smoking. <laughs> 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 Juke Radio. Right. Like, what? what Juke Radio. <laughs> right. Who was yeah, and there goes the and there goes the national deal. Right. Uh, she, was, she was talking about how the how the employer uh, expects you to be on time. Boom, 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 boom. But she was going down a trail, which gave me an idea that seemed to just as I was speaking become more and more foggy. Ah! I was like, what was I about to say? You said that if you. Uh, aren't on time people aren't gonna hire you as a dj because you're not on time that was the last oh yeah that's yeah. what i okay now i remember it's a Thanks, show in itself because you'll have employers like a lot of people get in unions a lot mm-hmm. of people get in positions and all the discriminatory laws and lawsuits you have an employee that hope you keep coming late because they want to fire you for yeah. real yeah you Man. feel what i'm saying and that's, that's a whole show that's what i was thinking of. that's yeah. a whole because show what that touches on that touches on that arbitration clause that are in a lot of new, uh, a lot of employee handbooks these days, and what a lot of companies are focusing on. But yeah, that's that's actually a couple of shows down the road because that is something that we are going to touch on as far as what people need to really understand as far as their rights when it comes to um, I would be being pissed terminated off and, and if I was a boss and I couldn't fire you at will. Ohio's an at will state; they can fire you at will. They don't yeah. have to give you a reason. But I'm saying there's some places where they they have like if you're but in again, a union. But if you're unionized, or, you, right. that's what I'm saying. You have to; they have to give you the reason. They can't just arbitrarily fire you. Right. That's why you have states like Ohio that are still at will states because they want people to be well, able California to come in. California is not an at will. Yeah, state. California has some you. of the best state labor laws in the country. They require businesses to give at least a 30 day notice if they're gonna lay people off. Oh, layoff, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a mortgage company over here. How does here. that work, though, as an employee? Do you still be motivated to do a good job you knowing that you're going to... You have to you get your money. Otherwise, can, you're not going to get your money. I live Would you it. just do the bare minimum, you though? You you, uh, <laughs> Say that again, Swan? No, I'll, I'll explain. I, I lived through it already, so I'll explain it uh-huh. to you. So, when I started with my company, this was in May. Mm-hmm. Um, I came through a, a talent recruitment agency for my parent company. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a referral. Mostly everybody in my office knew each other when I got there because they referred somebody and they got hired. Gotcha. So 
we worked and we worked and then there's the the main office that I work at now is in Anaheim but the San Diego was like a satellite office so they came down to our office to announce that there were going to be layoffs on a certain day so basically I had you had they had like she said you got 30 days before when you're notified of a company layoff when they're closing an office so you're still getting paid you're still supposed to be responsible you're still supposed to answer the phone return emails and do your job until the very last day that that office is open because you're still receiving a paycheck so even though I was told not to tell anybody that I'm the only one in this office that's being laid off that's actually moving being transplanted to another city see that's the move right there that's it start to continue to work and do my job when other people are standing around bitching and moaning and complaining about how they're about to be laid off in 30 days and just basically quit working mm -hmm. I put my head down and I kept working like it was nothing changing mm -hmm. and people came up to me and asked so you must be the one that's going I said no I'm not and I told them I was like we're all being paid to do a job they're still depositing my paycheck into my bank account every two weeks so as long as I'm still being paid to do a job, I will do this job. Exactly. So when you stop working, that work is still going to go to somebody else. It's not going to disappear when this office closes. Mm -hmm. So that's one of those things that employers look at. They'll look at, did you quit on us before we close this office? You know, they, they that that pretty much determines on, like, you know, how they look at you. They're going to bring you and somewhere else. Exactly. I just like, say, but how did you feel, feel? Like, did you feel, feel like you wanted to do, like, above and beyond as if you was a, a, a employee who wasn't getting laid off? Or did you feel like, oh, I'm just do this part. That's my job. That's not my job. I'm about to get laid off. I mean, it's, like, dismotivating. Like, it's mm -hmm. unmotivating, like, to me to know. It's like being on death row. Like, you know you're going to die. Why do you want to do some jumping jacks? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's well, just unmotivated, scene. it would like, seem to me, you I know? That situation. We in this area here, I'll just I'll answer your question, Dodi. In this area here, like in California, insurance is big business in California. It's such a litigious state. Mm -hmm. California insurance is big business, but it's a small community. You meet the big players here for Geico is here. Berkshire Hathaway is here. Mercury Insurance is here. Some of the big players in the insurance game are in California. So if you got a reputation for quitting on a, on a company just because you're about to get laid off, there are other insurance companies you can go to. But if somebody you work with saw, oh, man, I was working with this person, and when they announced layoffs, you just basically quit working. Word of mouth is key. An employer Thanks. legally can't tell anybody about your performance. But your coworkers And I would never be like Man. this person to tell what your coworkers mm -hmm. can tell. So say you go to another insurance company and you're about to interview for a position and you see, oh, I used to work with this dude in my previous company. And then they go to management or they actually say, like, look, you know, he quit on us. I don't want him here. They're not in management, but they can vouch for your character. Especially if they've been producing. Mm. What's the what's friend the top? Or, friend or foe, I'm not vouching for you if you don't work. Exactly. Period. Exactly. You're not I, getting my name on that. What's shit. the top ten ways a company fires you without outright saying you're fired? This is gonna be. A, I just was thinking about this as he was talking. 
Like, how about, hi, this is Bob. He would you? He needs training. We need you to, I've never trained. I've been here 10 years. I've never trained anyone else. Bob is here for training. Can you show him how to do what it is that you do? Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? That's funny. Two weeks later, you get trained your replacement. Three weeks later, here come Bob. But that's that's the difference between Ohio and California because just it's like you said, California is not an at-will state. They have to provide, have a, to reason provide a reason for letting you go, terminating your employment. Mm. They have to provide a 30-day notice before laying you off. And right now, there's a video game studio that's currently fighting between the state and federal law because the company just completely disregarded state law and did not provide the 30-day notice, didn't pay. They just up and closed shop. People went in to work, and the sign was up, doors were locked, all kinds of shit. Now, this is a ma- it was a major so video game. So you can't just fold that wheel? You can't do that. No, not in the state of California. You have, there's laws that you, no. have to rec- that you have to abide by. So this company is right now, they're fighting with the state of California. They're fighting with the federal government because of how they behaved in the state of California. That's kind of double if they up. did, It is. Because, but here's a, here's a twist of that. If they did it in Ohio, it would be fine. Ohio's an at-will state. They would have, well, that's why you see here all the time, all these stories of these businesses closing up, people going in to jobs. It was just, what was this, Cleveland Eye Optical or whatever, just a, a major eye chain that had been in the Cleveland area for, what, 50-some-odd years? Mm-hmm. People went in one day, and every single freaking chain was closed. They had a door up. People still had eye appointments scheduled. People White still Castle had like frames and bit. shit. Exactly. <laughs> they still had frames and shit ordered. They're still... Right. These, these companies were still operating as if they were going to continue to be in business, and there was someone within that store, most likely the store manager, knew that Monday, whatever day, was, was going to be the last day. They would not be honoring gift certificates. Employees what would not be getting last told them not to say nothing, be no, and, But this is what I'm saying. When you're an at-will state like Ohio is, corporate can tell you. You don't have to they say anything. To I mean, that's kind of messed you up. You up go out of business. Exactly. exactly. You, you go out of business Friday, so you got to close Monday. You can't. You, it's nothing else you can do. You tried and fought to your last breath. You didn't even want to give up on your employees, so you probably didn't know this was going to be the last. But realistically, the light's cutting off, so it's going to be the last day. And that's the so mark of a, what would be I'm a broke, small business. I'm broke, mm-hmm. but now I got to pay for lawyers to mm-hmm. explain to these people while I'm broke. And, and I kept them, them as long as I could. And why you can't pay them now well, the right. money that they're owed. So what, I'm going to get the money to pay I'm the lawyers? You, I, lost my, <laughs> uh, I lost my first job that way. Mm-hmm. My very first job was at Cantina Del Rio. It was uh, uh, as a busboy. Cantina Del Rio is, do you know where Buca de Pepo is mm-hmm. in Golden Gate out in Mayfield behind the mall of behind Golden Gate? Yeah. It, it was Cantina Del Rio owned by Bob yeah. Evans. So I'm a busboy there, making good money and tips. Started when I was 15, was there for like a year. We got to work on a Tuesday, and the doors was closed, and there was a sign on the door basically saying, the restaurant is closed, you'll get your last checks in the mail. Wow. Bob Evans didn't have to tell us that they were closing Cantina Del Rio. Wow. They were, they didn't, so they just closed it. And then you know, a couple months later, it reopened as we could have so they sold the building. They knew what was going on, but they let us work without telling. Mm-hmm. So companies in Ohio and Admiral States, they don't have to tell you. When they, they don't, yeah, they yeah. You don't own this I company. think as an employer, I would feel duty bound and to that's, tell my employees and that's, that. In but, Ohio, that's what's on the applications. When you fill out applications for any job, 
in this state. And mm-hmm. when you sign and date it, in that fine print, in that box right above your signature, it says at some point that Ohio is an at-will state, and they do not really? have to provide any reason for your termination. And your termination is your employment would be at will, meaning they can come up with any reason or not to let go of you and they don't have to provide anything. And the messed up thing about it is, is like you said, we have unions, we have all this other stuff in place to protect workers, but you have so many different state laws that in the end, it's only a benefit to the companies. Unless you have, unless it's a state like California where the labor laws ultimately do benefit the employee more than the company, should the company do something nefarious or um, go out of business or do something to the point where they can no longer provide for their employees and now their employees are in a situation where shit, now we got to find a job. Because I worked at a mortgage company for over a year. And I didn't know before I got hired in that they were notorious for layoffs, multiple layoffs through the year. I didn't know that. None of us that came in knew that. Mm. And as we had progressed through this company, they one day we had a meeting. Yeah, we heard rumors that you guys are hearing rumors that we're doing a layoff, blah, blah, blah. No, we're going to we believe in each one of you. We're invested, this, this and that. That was at nine o'clock, nine oh five. About one, <laughs> one, one o'clock. You know, right after lunch, you tap on the shoulder. Come have a talk. <laughs> you let me work a half a day and then fire me. Exactly. Come on, man. After, That's how people after you stood and had us jobs. had a meeting and told everybody in that meeting that we weren't doing any layoffs. Yo, BSY, and we invested that. in you. So we, they laid you off. Get a laid total off of you three, got fired. No, they <laughs> laid off a total of three teams. Ding, number nine. Talking about layoff. Um, because of where the mortgage industry was at that point where rates were. And this was a company that specialized in refinances. So, of course, yeah, where where the rates were with refinances, it was impossible to make any money. But, yeah, so they let, that was what, 45 people go that day? What's funny is I know who you're talking about, and I, I, I don't know if I can say the name right now, but I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and Scam Co. Me, exactly, Scam Co. Inc. And I have a co-worker now. Scam Co. <laughs> yeah, I have a co-worker now that has Scam an interview Co. with them next Thursday, and she said they told her um, 17 an hour for a loan officer assistant. I'm like, okay, that's a position they didn't even have when we were there. But come to find out, they fired the entire call center. The call center's gone. Like, they've gone in a whole completely different direction, but they're still doing the layoffs. Because I still have a friend that's in the HR department. You so think that's motivating to the workers when you know it's you got to make yourself valuable because nobody's safe? No, it, it's not. No, that's but you know how they keep people motivated <laughs> in that company is the game room and the big-ass 70-inch screen TVs everywhere and the cafe, the cafe yeah, store people, people, people that's people in there. It's aesthetic. You, you have you know? all these fake Googles. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's they pool want you to tables be happy and with air your hockey workplace. tables and yeah. pinball machines. And what do they have for women? Couches. There ain't shit in there for women. There's no women's stuff around. No, there ain't and shit in there. That's why they run to do well, Every now and then they're bringing a masseuse. No. No. The women that are in there are fucking somebody. Now, I that's in a why they're there. That was like that they had all the big stuff, video games, whatever. They're bringing a masseuse or whatever. No. Little, the women that are there. It seems like more and more companies are leaning towards uh, stuff to cater to women because the difference between a woman worker and a man worker, hear me right quick, is that a woman worker becomes more emotionally attached to her job because she's an emotional being. 
women, they get with a job, and you can go to a woman and be like, well, we're experiencing some difficulties. We don't want to let you go, but there's going to be a pay decrease. Oh, that's fine. But when we come back, will I get a bonus or something? Women become emotionally attached to their jobs, to what I see. I've seen men get emotionally attached, but not as much like women take that that motherly like role in the workplace. I, I disagree. They don't want to leave. I disagree they don't want to leave. When men get fired, they come up to the job and, and shoot, shoot that motherfucker up. up. So I think yeah. they're a little bit more emotional. Way more emotional than the women. Than the women, because the woman will get up and walk. Right on up out of I know women who talk me. about their job like mm -hmm. it's a family, like when the boss sick, we sick. Oh, <laughs> I think women are way more intense. Yeah. It's me. It's me back. I'm back. <laughs> no, for, for this company that I'm referring to, they didn't have anything catered to women because the mortgage industry is a male dominated field. So whether you are a loan officer, a loan processor, an underwriter, a loan officer assistant, mm. whatever part of the industry that you're in, it's a male-dominated right. part. So there's nothing in there that well, would I cater can't really to speak for the uh, a, insurance a industry and per se because I don't know company, much about it. The women there, they well, when I was there, they did care if you produced, but now. They let all the women go that were the top producers, and the only ones that were left were the ones that were. Uh, I got very limited sur surface knowledge on it. See, my cousin Reggie, he's in insurance, <laughs> so he tell me stuff about insurance. I don't know much about it. No, insurance <laughs> is another industry that is male dominated. A lot of these industries there are real estate, mortgages. Really? Yeah, they're all male dominated industries. Why would they cater to? Women, when half of them don't want to be, most white men anyway, don't want to be bothered with a woman at work unless she's showing them her tits. Facts. I bet you if you check them like sales that. numbers, women sell more than you, men. California is nothing like that. Well, yeah, you're in California. When, when I got promoted with uh, two other people, it was me, and then, you know, I'm a black man, and the two other professionals that got promoted were two Mexican women. You know, they and so they women out here, I can't say that it's 100 percent equal when it comes to equal pay and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I run into a lot of female supervisors and women in upper management in California. So it's more of a equal opportunity because I know they're so afraid that if they overlook a woman, even though she may be more qualified for a man than a man, mm -hmm. if they overlook her, she can sue them. She can say, well. You know, I was more qualified. I had more time, my education. She has all these points, and they have to show. Why did you hire this man over this woman that's more highly qualified? And see, they will sue you for anything in California. That's the key I wish state. Every state was like California. Yeah, that's the key so difference. So you can't just between, say because I ain't like her. Right. That's the key difference between <laughs> between a. Quote, you might as well break out so your checkbook called, saying shit like that. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> How much? This is this you is have the to difference hire people you don't like. A so-called blue state and a so-called red state, because California. As he said, they're not going to take the chance and overlook someone, whether she's a woman, whether she's a minority, on the off chance, especially if they have better qualifications, on the, on the ability to keep the status quo. In Ohio, all of us are from here. We know. That's what the That's, that's, what it that's is. everyday life that's in Ohio. They don't yeah. give a damn. You could be, you could be the, the smartest person in the, in the building. But and will not get an and interview. will not be and it won't get an interview, won't get promoted, depending on the company that you're at, depending on the men sitting on in the positions of power in that company. 
I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've been a party to it. I need some clarification because if I was a listener at home, I I, can, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But as a listener at home, I'm, I would be confused because are you telling me that in California that if you apply for a job and you're highly qualified and a person applies for the job that's less, uh, uh, significantly lessly qualified, I'm the boss. I interview you both. You're a good guy. I just like you. I want to help you and bring you along. And, you know, uh, I can't say I didn't like her attitude. I don't just, it's, that's the simplest that, Your Honor. I didn't like her attitude. That's not enough to not no, hire you? Not no, California. You will lose. No, you have to get sued for millions, yeah. of, millions dollars. of dollars. Yeah, the company will go under. You will lose. Because it's You'll not, get sued in Ohio for that it's not if it can be proven. Whether or not you like her attitude or you like her attitude, it's about who has the better qualifications for the job. That's what it is. Point Are you blank. Serious? I'm dead. That's what it is. Yes, hundred percent serious. It's not about wow. whether or I not. I never knew that. Yeah, it's not about whether Goldie, or, or not somebody you likes like you and can be. In like a, I have to hire work. somebody to work at my company that I don't like just because they're qualified. Is what you're saying? If you're the, in the, state the of argument that they will say is. How do you know you don't like this person in a 30-minute interview after meeting him one time? Exactly. How do you know this person? Because you've never met this person. And you never they can the prove person. that the person that they just interviewed with, they met them for the first time in that uh, meeting room. But I interviewed two people, and I just liked them better. That's not enough. My gender. It's not enough. It's not enough. If you want to run a That's Fortune 500 wow. company or you want to run a Fortune 40 company or something like that, and you only hire people that you like, your company's going to fail, yep. and you're going to get sued. Yep. Because in, in Ohio, for instance, I have a degree in international business from the Ohio State University. I'm, I was, my skills were highly coveted in Ohio. That's why I was able to make a lot of money and work for different companies in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I was a big fish in a small pond in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Out here, everybody's educated. Everybody's got degrees, mm-hmm. multiple degrees. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got. It's like I went from being a big fish in a small pond to a small fish in an ocean. Mm-hmm. So if you start looking people over that say that this person has a master's, they've been a CEO of a company for ten years. They have proven what they can do. They 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 have a proven track record. Everything is on paper. Mm-hmm. If you Look at this woman and say, wow, she's highly qualified. I know she can run my company. She ran an energy company for 10 years and it's thriving. But then you got fucking Jimmy Joe Bob who cut his hair and put on a suit. Why you got to be Jimmy Joe Bob? degree from, you know, technical college and he's never run a company. But you give him the job over the seasoned veteran, you're done. You're because done. he's a man, you will be sued. No, I'm not saying my reasons because be he's a man. I'm saying because but I just feel like he's a better person to fit into the company dynamic. What he's saying is if your reason is anything other what's, than what's on paper, then you're going to be sued. I never knew that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, wow. That happens all the time yeah. in Ohio, though, because Ohio, does. the labor laws are different. The, exactly. All the, time. the, the laws are different. You have, a, you have at will state. That, that got diplomas. Mm-hmm. And you got people with master's degrees working under mm-hmm. them. Again, right at will state. That's, yeah. the, that's a key mm-hmm. difference between a non-at will state and an at will state. In a non-at-will state, they got to give you a damn reason. 
to fire you. It, just like they got to give you a reason to hire you or not hire you based on your your track record. Ohio, they don't give a shit. They might, you'll go through the process like we do. We go through the paces. We go through the interview. Oh, well, what did you do at your last job? How did you improve sales? Blah, blah, blah. Nobody tracks that shit here. Right. Nobody's going back and looking. You, questions that you, can't you know track. what I'm saying? No, they're not looking for any of that. That's mm-hmm. the difference. In Ohio, they, they, they say they care, but they don't care. In California, you got to prove that shit. You got to prove it. So and you cannot. They spend a lot of money investigate your background exactly so you can't lie exactly so stuff out there huh in california they spend yeah. big cheese yeah no your background check all that shit that shit has to come back a motherfucking one and if anything is a discrepancy if you, say you got a degree you say you've worked for this company for this amount of time you better have been they there can't it's against the law for an employer to call another employer and say well how was their job performance the only thing that they can tell you is he worked from, or she worked from this time, this date. Her last date of employment was this date. Mm-hmm. This was her title with the company when she left. Mm-hmm. Those are the only, only things that they can actually ask. That's federal. And they hire companies like Travelers. Travelers does a lot of background checks for employees. Mm-hmm. And then they have to provide you with a copy of what is in your background check. Mm-hmm. When I got my, my, my report packet back, it had my credit score, my debt, mm-hmm. my education, all my employment, everything that was in that that went to my employer has to legally come to you. So they can't say that they did not see it because you got a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing, Goldie, what I want to tell you too, number eight, you said well, number, the reason they fire you. In at-will states like Ohio, this is a shady-ass business practice, and they couldn't get away with it in California. An employer will hire an employee. They will keep you there for five months and 28 days. Because you have not hit six months, they can fire you and don't have to pay unemployment. Yep. Because you did not work. Oh, yeah, I heard of that one before. Yeah, I heard of that one before. Would not fly in California. That's number eight. I got a number seven. Would not fly in California. Mm -hmm. Why ain't I on a schedule for next week? He <laughs> slowly went from five days a week to two days a week. I call you, know, you when I need you. That. You part-time on weekends. Yep, we talked about that. That's um, usually an attitude problem. Like, I don't want you here. I'm going right. to cut your hours. I ain't going to fire you. I'm but you, oh, but you, you wind up getting fired because you right. got to get work somewhere else. You, right. can't, you can't stay off the schedule for so long. Man, no, yes, and that's, that's one of the things that we talked about. You want to call now. <laughs> was how these how these companies go about what could basically be looked at as illegal termination with how they they use these little backhanded backhanded tactics, especially in Ohio, to get rid of you so they don't have to pay in, in benefits, they don't have to pay unemployment, they don't have to do a lot of stuff that would never slide in California, in a state of New York, you know, in a state of freaking Oregon in Florida, a lot of shit. Well, no, not Florida, because Florida's, Florida's labor. Sale. Yeah, Florida's labor laws are fucking shit. But, um, <laughs> Number six, and that's Man. something that you want, like. If you're thinking about relocating, that's what you really need to look at. You when you, if you're thinking about relocating for a job or any reason, and I'm not just saying hopping your black ass out and going to Atlanta. Mm. I'm saying <laughs> if you're looking to make any type of move to any any major city. Right outside of Ohio, these are things you need to be looking into. You need to be looking at the state labor laws. You need to be looking at the employee 
um, the employee laws, what you have, what your the rights average are. cost of living. The cost of living. Not only that, you got to look right at, now. Charlotte is the new Atlanta. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got to look at you know. You got to make several run-throughs. You got to go look at neighborhoods. Because, see, if you're from Ohio and if you're from Northeast Ohio, you know you got a lot of neighborhoods up here that's walkable. There's a lot of spots up here, little suburbs. You know, you got Parma, Middleburg Heights, Brooklyn, Leary, Lowbrain, Oberlin. You they know, do, you do. They're doing amazing you do, development you around do, the city. Uh, you, you, these are all walkable you know areas to live in you've got stores you've got transportation you've got highways these are all things you need to be looking at and looking for in making decisions to move out of state because if you end up in a city where hell they're city tax what are they taxing you on cities or is you it, can is just it, show is it like nothing. Ohio where you can still get credit for living in one city and working in another on your taxes? But you got, or are you going to be penalized for living in one city and, and working, working in, in another? another area. These yeah. are all things that you got to look at because when you get your damn taxes done mm. and you may be looking at an earned income credit or any other type of tax credit. If you're mm. a homeowner, you what? well, shit, now they didn't cut so much shit. But if you're, if you're filing married... And so you get a lot of upgrades when you file married for your taxes. But when you look at these things, all of that is going to play a part into it because how much money did you have going out in this new place versus what mm. you had here at home? People look at the bigger check and just get enamored with the and numbers. Exactly. And, look and they're at, not exactly. realizing the cost of living matches exactly. the check. Exactly. But you, it's what is also, the average cost it's of gas? Also, you got to say, like, you got friends that move out of state. You got to look at how their situation was before they left. Mm -hmm. It's easy to leave the state and start somewhere when you ain't got nothing. Yeah. Starting over is easy when you don't got nothing. When you at zero. When you zero, at zero, 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 don't matter where you at. Uh, you starting from zero. <laughs> It's when you, you, built, you built up your wealth and you built up your life and then you relocate and it's when you really got to do the investigation. But you still have to do that investigation regardless of where your starting point is when you move anywhere. Whether it's whether you well, stay. Go ahead, Swan. Well, Reggie will tell you, man. Reggie know all about it. man. Me and my wife blowing our life up and moving out to California. Mm. Now, when I left my company in Ohio and I decided I'm moving my wife to California, we had a good support system. I can imagine what we would have done if we didn't have my mother and father-in-law. Mm -hmm. We only needed to stay with them for five months, but just having that support system out here is so much harder than starting over. Like you hear the stories people say like, man, I moved out to California or I moved out to wherever with $20 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Like what though? What did you do when you right. moved there with twenty dollars in your pocket? So, and you are now okay. That was the eighties. That was the eighties. You can't do that now. Like no. this, this day and age, you can't, you can't start over like that. Because I'll, I'll give you the, the real number. We saved up forty thousand dollars to make this cross country move, and it needed every penny of it. Because you got to figure, you got to get jobs. Mm -hmm. To uh, have a place to live. Mm -hmm. You gotta get whatever you have from Ohio to California. To California. We had to pay to ship our whole house. Mm -hmm. We had to ship my wife's car. We drove my brand new car uh, across country, 36 hours here. Mm -hmm. But we, you know, we broke it up. So you gotta pay for food, gas, hotels, mm -hmm. everything. You gotta map that whole trip out. You know, and then when you finally get here. The job that I have now, I applied for on Indeed the day after I got here. 
I went on about 20 job interviews for customer service positions when they told me I was overqualified. Oh, I bet. This job actually, and one of, one of the reasons that I asked my recruiter, I explained, and this was, I went through with, uh, like a job placement agency, I was mm-hmm. like, I need to get a job. When I went on an interview and they said they loved me and then they did choose me for the position, I found out that me answering their questions honestly led them to believe that my heart was in insurance and I would actually leave them. Mm. So they didn't want to invest in training me because I would not stay with their company. And I'm like, I just need a chance. You know what I mean? So having an education and job experience can hurt you. So I, I say that to say my, my current company got back to me six weeks after I moved here and offered me and asked me was I still looking for a job, and I said yes. But can you imagine having no money and yeah. not having yes. a job for yeah. six weeks? Six weeks. I, I, yeah. I literally, I had a female friend who literally, what you just said proves my point. You didn't leave here with nothing. I had a female friend who left here, saved her money just enough to buy a one-way ticket to Las Vegas. I swear to God, this is the honest of God truth. She got there with maybe $20, $30 to eat that night and went to a homeless shelter. And right now she got an apartment, she got two jobs, and she about to buy a car. She literally went there with literally nothing. I'm saying, I see it happen all the time. We don't see it in our circles and the people we come in contact with for the most part. But trust me when I tell you, people move out of state and relocate with nothing all the time. time. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole different experience when you have nothing. Because it's like states like Las Vegas have certain shelters set up just to receive people that come from out of town with nothing. Because they want to integrate you into their community so you start generating money. Well, you got to remember, too, a lot of these a lot of these states focus more on that and put more resources than, than the state of Ohio ever have and ever right. will. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, That's why people and leave. Ohio, like, and exactly. Cause stay Ohio, if you want to. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Ohio does not give like, a like, shit if <laughs> you come Go back to where you came from. <laughs> with nothing. Exactly. Because For the most part, the worst care. thing we deal with is snow. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing we really do. Yeah, we don't really no have any earthquakes, tornadoes. I wouldn't tornadoes, move back to Ohio unless I was moving back to a job making $100,000 a year. There's no way I would come back to Ohio. You would have to. And those jobs don't exist for black men in Ohio. No. Sorry. Those are those types of jobs are directors and CEO positions that they they can legally just be like, no, nah, we don't like the color of your skin, so you can't come work for us. Mm-hmm. You bitch. know what I mean? No matter how. <laughs> and put the bitch on it. Because people, cause bitch, people, just, people don't problem. realize how racist the state of ohio is and they and it's like they don't they can't fathom the discrimination that goes on here and it's just like well that's because you're not from here it is so ingrained and i tell you if you go anywhere outside of northeast ohio that's all you gotta do and people from ohio leaving other places like man why you working so damn hard It's like, dude. Because I know as a black man, I have to work twice as hard as you to get half the pay. Exactly. Thanks. Exactly. Now, and the know. messed up thing about it is in, in Ohio, and that's exactly what it is, half the damn pay. Half the pay. Now, now if you are the, are the white persuasion and you're a male, this is a great place to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. You can you make can your ski, own American go dream to the happen. Beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Move on out there go to, to Beachwood. Go to 60 saw wineries in Ohio. Oh, you mm-hmm. living the life. In Ohio, if you white. Mm-hmm. Especially in Cleveland, oh my God. But that's all of that is things that people need to 
um, take into consideration when it comes to getting promoted at work, taking a new career path, and everything that comes with it. Because maybe your company does want you to relocate. And maybe that relocation is across country. You know, maybe, and, and here's the thing, maybe it's not a California. Maybe it's a Vermont. Arizona. Maybe it's Arizona. Maybe it's one of the Dakotas. Mm -hmm. And as and as as white as the Dakotas are, one of they're paying. It's, they're it, they're, they're paying. making bread for people you're to come out there. You're making almost twenty an hour at Walmart in Dakota. And ma no, you're making twenty an hour at Walmart. At Walmart in the Dakotas. And the cost of living is dirt. Is, is the, dirt the cost cheap. of living is like living. Why everybody ain't moving there? Huh? Because the shit, because it's all you. The you same see. reason why you're like, where is North Dakota? Exactly. Like, who, 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 who's there? Yeah, that's that's the song when they talking about the Rolling Plains, Dakotas. That's Dakota. Them. I'm opening up them. a club. They got bread moved, there. Like they, husband and wife, they moved to North Dakota to do like the drilling and fracking, and they each got jobs at the same company, making seventy thousand a year each. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all what? you gotta do. All you got to do is... Let me ask you a question. If you're a black person, are you moving to Coon Rapids, South Dakota? Hell no. I'm not moving anywhere with the name Coon no, Rapids. No, I will not. You know, no. Uh, I just personally can't see myself... <laughs> I can't see myself in any of the... I'm Dakotas starting the civil rights movement with there. The way, with the state of this country, <laughs> there's no Dakota way you'll catch me in any of the Dakotas. No, we no. Me nah, but I mean, they getting it out there. I understand that, but like, so I would do it. Indians, but I mean, Native Americans in uh, the Dakota. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of them, and they getting done dirty as hell. Dirty, like dirt, dirty. Dirty as hell. So no, I ain't doing no Dakotas. I ain't as much as I want to go out to Minneapolis. That'll be about it. I go nah, to I'm which cool I've been to Mall of America. So it's like, well, shit. I don't even really need to go back out there no more now nah, since uh -huh. I've been out there. I I've never been to Minnesota. I may want to go there just one time to say I went. But that was the I'm only cool. reason why we went to the Mall of America was to say we went to the Mall of America. Right. I'm straight. But yeah. well, you know what they also have in, in Minneapolis too? They have Target One, the very first Target. It's the biggest one in the United States. Is it? They have that there. Yeah, yeah oh. the store store number one, T One. My my wife told me she knows she used to work for Target, mm -hmm. so she told me about it. Oh. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's good to know because I didn't know that. Right. Target, because now they they another one that's understanding what the what cost of living actually means and work life balance by raising their starting entry level pay to fifteen dollars an hour. And that and I mean I didn't really understand what uh, the you know why they fought so hard for the fifteen dollars state minimum until I moved to California. Mm -hmm. You can't live off of eight seventy five an hour out here. Oh no! You are you are below the poverty line. You're homeless. At, the minimum wage is below poverty line out here if you if you're making eight seventy five. Wow! So for them to fight to fifteen dollars an hour, that's just enough for somebody to make a living wage. Like I'll give you a perfect example. I live in an eight hundred square foot apartment. It's got an in suite washer and dryer. It's a very nice apartment. When I tell people how much I pay for rent, if I tell somebody in Ohio and they ask me, and I say, my rent per month is fourteen fifty, they're like, oh, for an one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment in a very nice area. When people from L.A. ask me how much I pay, they're like, I pay fourteen fifty a month. They're like, man, that's cheap. So for somebody to tell me 
$1,450 a month for a one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment is cheap. How can you live off of $15 an hour? Especially. I mean, live off $15 an hour. You can't in this state. Especially when $14.50 here, here in the city of Avon Lake gets you a three, four bedroom house with two, three bathrooms, nice size. It's going to get you a $200,000 yes. house. Easy. Yep. Easy. Fourteen fifty here is getting you so much more so much in more. value than in California and that's what people don't understand and that is key to again your cost of living your work-life balance and understanding that you know what you don't have to stay stuck in the scamco ink you don't have to work these thankless jobs that don't require a whole lot of skills simply because you need to put a roof on your head this is the the time that we're in right now it is so easy to get a certification in something to get a license in something mm -hmm. so you can command more money Right. There's there's really no reason for someone to be sitting in their 30s, 40s, you know, lamenting the fact that they can't get a job paying more than $10 an hour. What the fuck have you been doing the last 25 fucking years? Right. You know what I'm saying? You, Hot girl summer. <laughs> exactly. You know, but this is this is the thing. And when you look at that compared here, compared to a state like California, another high cost of living state like New York, where fourteen fifty in New York, he he definitely probably wouldn't have a bedroom. Fourteen fifty in New York, he'd be in a studio. That's a that's a efficiency. That's what I said. You know what I'm saying? He'd be in a daggum studio. Might efficiency. be an efficiency, right? Might 14, be. My bedroom is in my kitchen. It's, you know, you know exactly. Living in your car in New York, right? <laughs> you might be sharing a bathroom. That's a with parking somebody. space for your yeah. for your car. Oh man, and that's not that's a whole other thing. People don't realize how much it pay it costs just to pay to park a damn car in the state of New York. Manhattan. Yeah, like I have it. Like I, I can't. You don't like, even need to own a car. I wouldn't even own a car. You couldn't afford to. You would have to I be. Wouldn't. You would have to be making an exorbitant amount. What we consider here to be an exorbitant amount of money, you would have to be making that in New York and just then some, just to have a car. Oh uh, yeah, you'd have to make eighty k a year just to have a car. Exactly, because what you have to pay out each month for fucking parking, because they don't have no space. Manhattan is an island. You know, there's no space out there. Nope. The Bronx, Staten nah. Island, Queens, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, ain't no space. Nah. Ain't no space. Nah. You can't half drive down there. That's why every time you see pictures in there, there's people walking. Where the hell are they going to drive at? Ain't no space. Exactly. It's not. What's we, the population of New York City? Like 13 million? Uh, what? It was, well, in the 80s, it was 8 million. It was 8 million in the 80s. So it's probably, it's probably about 13 million right now. I, I would say up. that. I, I'd say that. Because what do they always say? There were 8 million stories in the city? <laughs> yeah, it's 2019, I'm pretty sure. You, yeah, it's about yeah. 13 now. So. Yeah. And that, the city ain't getting no bigger. No. Okay, 8.5 million. 8.5? Yeah. Dang, people left. It would make sense. The cost of fucking living has gotten ridiculous in the state of New York. And then to try to live in Manhattan, that's why people live in Jersey. Like, people live in a whole-ass other state. Because living in New York is too damn expensive.
People, but you still, you know what I'm saying? But you still have people that will argue against a federal $15 minimum wage. People that need the money will argue you down. That ain't going to work. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You're not making $15. You're not even making $15. You don't even know population until you stood downtown in Manhattan. Man. At lunchtime. All them damn people. Hold on. You don't know population. You could get lost. You drove in Manhattan on a Sunday. Right. Man. It's on a Sunday. Day yeah, nah. New York City is Sunday. Yeah. It is not during the week. It's not during it's the not, week. It's Sunday. It's everybody's Sunday. off. Everybody's, everybody's off. off. Everybody in the city. Yeah, it's out I and about. seven hours mm-hmm. in downtown New York trying to leave. Oh, I bet. Trying to leave. I bet. Fighting for parking spaces. People was like, man, you better shoot the boot, man. I sat in a tunnel one time for down there hours, seemed like. Mm-hmm. Life in just trying to move. Worst traffic in the country. is. Oh, and then it's crazy because you think know. you being courteous. It's people that like, on that worst traffic. Well, yeah, I was just thinking like California traffic. <laughs> LA traffic is yeah, bad. It's because LA. so many people have cars, and you got like I live 40 miles outside of LA in a city called Corona, mm-hmm. and um, my and city Corona where I live is beautiful, surrounded by mountains. Um, Desi Arnaz, mm-hmm. the uh, Ricky Ricardo's from Corona, you know. So it was, and it's like. I drive into Anaheim, which is in Orange County, where L.A. is, for work. My job is right across the street from Anaheim Angel Stadium. So I have to drive the 91, which is like the worst freeway in America, mm. an hour and a half every morning just to go 20 miles. Wow. Every morning. What city is so you? What city I would is go in? insane. Dude, I would, because you got to, let, me, let me put this in perspective what, for North What major Ohio city people. are you close to in California? That's what I'm just going to, he just said. He's forty uh, miles. He's forty miles outside of LA, and he's in Corona. So the the forty miles outside of LA, to put it in perspective here, that's from Elyria to Sandusky. Okay, so from Elyria to Cedar Point, it forty forty two miles. Okay, Elyria to Sandusky is forty two miles. This man just said, "That's a, now, mind you, that's a drive that I can make in twenty two damn minutes." Elyria to Sandusky, forty two miles. This man just said it takes an hour and a half every damn morning to go 20 miles. 20 miles for me yep. is Elyria to Cleveland. Can I can't even imagine Cleveland an hour and a half to get here. I would never come. If it took me an hour and a half well, to get here, I'd never come. I think I would Uber I, every day. I, I, I would say, so yeah, uh, no, that's about a, Ubering, that, in that, you're going to spend about $100 a day. Uber. Would you say, Swan? I said it's affordable because people, like I told you, fourteen fifty out here, people will will live out here in Riverside and Corona to pay the lower rent. Mm -hmm. So they drive into L.A. So all that traffic every morning is everybody that lives in the burbs Mm -hmm. and works in Orange County in L.A. and they all drive in. Wow. And you got three freeways, the 91, the 71, and the 215 that all feed into each other and it bottlenecks. Mm -hmm. And everybody is sitting there. And it's just and it's a it's a six lane highway. So can you imagine four eighty like small double that and then fill it up with traffic. I can't. Oh, oh that would no, that would no, piss me off. No, it would piss no, me off like, every yeah, morning. So I would be like, Yeah, I need a remote look job. Yeah, I need to work from home because I'm not coming in I'll doing this home. shit. Nope. I will come in the office like four times a year. And let your air conditioning be busted oh. in the car. <laughs> <laughs> don't seem like the high speed. Man. don't seem like the high speed cops freeway chases I'm used to. Man, that's on the helicopter. They be like, eh, they don't that's be good, stuck that'd in be the traffic. Yeah, he ain't talking about that. He Let talking about. Found out the police in the high speed chase stuck in traffic. Man, man, that's TV. <laughs> man. 
but that, <laughs> that's some shit. Man, we done went hella over today, but we started late. So it's all good. Um, Punctuality. Remember we was talking about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, you know, folks hey, just be waking up. You told us how much of a stickler mm-hmm. you was. For oh, me, me and mm-hmm. Richie Carlisle been here since 10, 15, 10, 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I walk in, I just Yeah, I'm up. on this West Coast time. It's 10, 21 a.m. here. <laughs> oh, oh, for real? This is early here. Ego waffles. And oh, yeah, I'm three hours behind. Yeah, see, I'd be sitting there at 10, nah, 21. We come, nice we're coming out there to see day. these mountains and trees oh, and have sugar. some weed and cheese. Oh, we about to take Jook on the road to Corona. Right. Corona. We coming to do a live right. remote. I don't want no wine and cheese. I want some weed and cheese. Yeah. And some crackers well, and so- they summer sausage. They got sausage. the Napa Valley wine. Hey, yeah, we'll hit that it's, too. It's, they got weed it's candy stores too down there. <laughs> uh, it's recreational use. Man. You know, we could, you know what we could do? So. We could book a weed tour. Uh, we could we just buy tickets hey, so, and go get so, high. You know, <laughs> yo, prospective sponsors, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, our sponsors should know. We want to go on a on weed, a weed tour. tour. So whoever's going to sponsor that. We're with it. Man, we got a package set up for you. Right. I'll match up to 25% of your uh, sponsorship. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. You got it. Right. heard it. On you heard it here. It was it. on air. But that, I think that's what uh, we're going to do. We're gonna, that's only because I figure ain't nobody going to put up more than 100 out. <laughs> no, that's going to be You will never know. <laughs> they might yeah. hold me to it. Yeah. We got some thousand dollars. We need two. We got to come up with 20 bucks. Yeah. We're going to hold you to it. We got the cash app ready I, I said it. Cash app is ready. Mm-hmm. If, they sp- if they if they over-sponsor, then what? What do you mean oversponsored? You said you'll match. If, you, if, I, if they oversponsored, I'm, I'm just putting out scenarios. Okay, I'm going to match it. What it happens is. to the change? What do you mean a change? Ain't going to be no <laughs> change. <laughs> any, look, any change equals upgrade. We round upgrade. up. We use round it's up. It's upgrade. It's upgrade. Yeah, it went from an eighth to a quarter. So right? y'all, le- y- <laughs> <laughs> y'all left yeah. here with $30,000. Uh-huh. The trip cost you $2,500. What happened to the change? We had a great time. We we upgraded a couple of things. Reggie Reggie Uh, pulled out his phone like, well, see, this is us making it rain. (laughs) (laughs) You know, those are sativa and indica flowers. I'm with Snoop for real. Right. Right. Get only Erica Kane with us, too. Like, come through. I'm sitting with Snoop, little Duval. <laughs> no, but for real, for sugar, for real, that's what we gonna do. That's gonna be our fundraiser. So is the good instead of uh, we while we were there, we the said fuck it and threw a plug reunion party. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Swan, did you Kush. say cognac and Kush? Cognac and Kush. Oh, oh and shit! There we go. That's what it is. Cognac and Kush. This is us at the Hennessy factory drinking straight from the smoked oak barrels. <laughs> That's where the change went. Man, so that's the thing. You yep. get promoted to do stuff like <laughs> right. that. Right. You do all these different <laughs> type of tours. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. my. Mm-hmm. It says here, Richie, you had two bottles of Hennessy White. <laughs> that is correct, sir. By yourself. Yeah. Yes, I did. That is correct. Don't pay attention to what Crooked See, I'm going to go. I'm going to believe whatever he show me unless he try to say, <laughs> we spent 20000 on a mountain hiking expedition. I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> Yeah, Me and Swan went to the top of the mountain. And he'd be, he'd be, look, now. Right. Y'all photoshopped on the mountain like. Hey, my wizard unite points for going right. to the moon. <laughs> right. Uh, you know there's a community meetup for that today, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Where? What? For, uh, the Harry Potter. It's in the game. You gotta okay, get your tickets okay, in the game. Right, I'm gonna log in later. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> Alright, well, if y'all about to end y'all show, I know we went over it. I'm gonna end my my portion with this. For shizzle. When it comes to moving up in a company, trust the process. Know your product. If it's a policy, whatever it is, know your product and be on time. That's all I gotta say. That's the best thing that I can tell you. For sure. That's great advice. We sure appreciate you calling in. Yes, we And did. letting our listeners know some tips on how to move up and stay there. Mm. Uh, you, you let me know about that cognac and Oh, we're going to get that popping. We're going to get that popping. Oh, that, that oh, popping. That's, that's all. Happen. That's going to happen. Trust and believe. That's the goal for the rest of the year. All right. <laughs> all right. Y'all enjoy y'all Saturday. Oh, uh, for sure. You too. Be safe. No earthquakes. I, I swear. All right. <laughs> this is the, we found this little nook. <laughs> well, they sure. they right. brew their own Hennessy right. and grow their so own. Check it. <laughs> radio. We are we are uh, we want to embark on a cannabis industry tour. Yep. Mm. Actually, looking for I like the wordage. Cannabis I like the wordage. Um. To mm. get the and the reason is not what a lot of y'all think. Oh, they just want to smoke. That's part of it. But yeah, um, the <laughs> main reason is the state of Ohio is really doing um, what the hell is this? Is really doing the most when it comes to having medicinal marijuana legalized and moving forward potentially on recreational. They just passed uh, the law for the CBD and hemp products, meaning um, the dispensaries that are currently open now can now s- immediately start selling CBD and hemp mm. products. Mm. So that's, you know, your concentrates, your edibles, mm. that sort of thing. Um, our Cognac and Kush tour is going to be about getting you guys educated on really how to take advantage and get into the cannabis industry and hop on this money train. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to focus on cannabis stocks because there is cannabis stocks. There are companies that you can buy stock in. A lot of these companies are partnering, are beginning to partner with major companies, Coca-Cola, Pepsi. Oh, Jay-Z just bought Um, a whole bunch of There are a lot of celebrities that are getting into. Mike Tyson has his own ranch that he wants to, call a marijuana resort google the shit he oh i thought he was had a farm growing he wants to turn it as a resort really to where you can come and have a good ass time where you can stay you can enjoy you can learn about the plant this couch is made out of hemp you exactly you can learn about hemp products you can learn about everything into the plant nothing nefarious like like we said where you just want to sit and get high but actually learning about the industry and being able to get this knowledge and take advantage of it this is what the cognac and kush tour is really going to be about because we want to be able to bring you guys the best information on what's going on in this industry because we are we're in ohio we're in a state where it's legal medically it's only a matter of time before it's going to be legal medicinally. Every state surrounding us has some type of legal medical marijuana law. Illinois. We're extremely sponsor-friendly. Michigan. Illinois PC, went recreational. Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Illinois, I the never, whole state. State either. law, recreational. Really? Yeah. 
So isn't isn't Michigan recreational? Yes. yes. So there is eleven states now where it's either medically or recreational recreationally legal, mm. and this is a huge huge industry that we need to be um, on top of and getting information of. And when I say we, I so mean, we can bring it to y'all. I mean us colored because every last one of us knows somebody that has either done time or is doing time for marijuana related offenses. Man. And the state of California. The state of Illinois, those are two states that are going to exonerate and expunge the records of people with marijuana arrests, California going back to the 70s. So some millions and millions and millions of people are mm. now going to have clear records because they actually are doing the right thing and what they're supposed to do. Now you're going to be making legally billions and trillions of dollars off of this plant. Then it's only fair that the people you arrested for it no longer be punished for it. Right. So I'm feeling good about that. I'm, and, like and, I'm and one step is, closer. And this is what I'm saying. So the <laughs> cognac, the cognac, and I got to get Swan big ups on that, on that, on that title because that's for sure. That's what we're running it with. The cognac and Kush tour mm. is going to be about us really going to these different states well, where it's legal, talking to these different dispensary owners, mm. these different power players in the industry. But just for the just for the clarification, we also look forward to working with other companies. We also look forward to working with your brand and expanding our brand through mm -hmm. your brand and your brand through our cross platforms. Mm -hmm. You know, because I want my friends to know your friends. Exactly. And you should want don't keep us a secret. Tell somebody about us. Tell somebody you heard a great broadcast on Juke Radio on WeAreRadio.com. Mm -hmm. Share that My information with someone. That's the friends. best thing you can do. And we can be friends. And we right. can do this every weekend. Because when all our friends together, that means whenever you say something, all our friends hear it mm -hmm. instead of just your friends. And when I say something, all our friends hear it. That's what we want to do. We want to network and cross-promote. We're very sponsor-friendly. So if you're interested in sponsoring the, what is it, Cushion Kanye and Kush, Cushion Kanye, as long as we're drinking and sipping, we're going to give y'all great reviews. We're going to take y'all some places that you probably wouldn't be able to go on your own, mm -hmm. tell you what it's all about. We're going to bring the information back. That's really what We Are Radio is all about about we the voice of the streets we want to bring the information to people that ordinarily wouldn't have it or if they do let's give them a different perspective yeah you know what i'm saying so and that's that's the thing because like i said the whole point of this was to get out and to keep people educated and not be the same thing anybody can do a show about um hip-hop or what the hell else? So anybody, rich celebrities are doing. Right. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do a podcast. That's the, where we're at in the industry. The goal is to bring you guys something different, something that affects you on a daily basis to where you're, you, you come away from the broadcast with maybe one more fact that you didn't have. Whether it's about marijuana, whether it's about making your way through your job situation wherever you're at now you know getting out of the scam co ink type jobs and recognizing when you're in a scam co ink and understanding that you do have value no matter where you're at in your particular station in life and that's what you we want you to do whether it's on our show whether everything that we do with weupradio.com this is what we want you guys to understand is bringing you something different Something that we know affects you on a daily basis. And I don't know about you, but I know somebody that smoke weed. Mm. 
You know, I'm, I, I know a couple, three, four, four people. Know you know, so <laughs> this is gonna. It makes sense. You already know. Yeah. You already know what I'm gonna say. Have fun, do what you do, turn up, but please don't hurt nobody. No, and that's that's what's gonna be the good thing because when we talk next week, we're gonna be talking about um, management turnover. What happens when your favorite managers, team leads, people in position of power get fired, let go, or quit? Whatever happens, and then what happens? Wait, what happens if it's in a span of a couple of days? You start a company, you're there for six months, and then you look up, and every manager that was there when you started is no longer there. That sucks. That does suck. So that's going to be what we talk about um, next week's show. But with that being said, you got anything else for him? Yeah, man. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back next week. Jug Radio. Sponsored by Follow Black Dollars and Richport Custom. Yo, Richport Custom is doing a $2 raffle for their six-year anniversary. So definitely uh, inbox uh, Richport on IG, Facebook, and find out how you can get that winner free stack set of Richport. Mm-hmm. Shizzle, shout out to Nicole. Shout out to Swan for calling in, giving us that great, great feedback on what you can do to help ensure you get that promotion and you get considered for that promotion and you're able to maintain that promotion. That being said, excessive heat index. I'm about to go sit in some air. See you niggas next week. The situation, I'm back to bases in. I'm kind of stingy, that's why I don't want to win. A funky rhyme to a folk or a good friend. Now listen up, because I want you to comprehend. Because I'm the leader, the man, superior. I take care of you, and then you get worried. So just sit, my mom will not counterfeit. The record sells, which makes this one a hit. It won't hurt to listen to Red Alert. Take off the shirt, make sure I don't hit the dirt. I like the kids, the guys, the girls. I want the dunk, because this is raw based world. I'm on a mission, you better just listen. Tell my rhymes, because I'm all about this and cause.